0: Evan and Bonnie, and a top of the Tuesday morning to you and yours this morning. You
1: are being a grumpy pants.
2: I'm not being no grumpy pants. I'm in a fantabulous mood.
3: They tell me you're some kind of entertainer.
2: Yes, both myself and my work wife. Don't you hate pants? I do hate pants, but I'm on the radio, so I don't want people getting a bad visual of both of us. It is 6:07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you please certify the time?
4: It's now six o seven a.m.
2: Six o seven a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show for a Tuesday morning and. Want to say good morning to my lovely, beautiful work wife, Bonnie Ashley.
5: We say good morning to you, Evan Nine, mm-hmm. and
2: good morning. How are you, dear?
5: Well, you know, I was riding around the neighborhood last night. Yeah, I you was, were in the hood. i uh, yeah, I was on my way to get some uh, kitty food, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed listening to our boss Greg on the radio. Yeah, Greg does the broadcast for the IRSC Pioneers, mm-hmm. and he always does a very fine job. And you know, he loves to do that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and. When I was listening last night, the Pioneers were leading by four points, Mm -hmm. and it looked like that game stayed pretty close as they uh, went on to win by five. That score was uh, 83-78. to So IRSC Pioneer guys beating the uh, Florida Southwestern Bucks yesterday.
2: Very nice. Round of applause for them. Definitely
5: so. And, you know, the number one team in Florida, Mm -hmm. and uh, they're number two in the USA just behind Salt Lake City. Mm. So, wow, if you could, uh, you know, catch one of these games, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they would be something to see. Okay. I was listening to uh, Cliff Desmond, too, uh, I think it was just a few days ago. It was uh, late last week, and Cliff was on a swap shop saying, I know some basketball players are coming in the building. Uh And Cliff said, I think he stated, like, when I got to look up to these players... Cliffy said, "You know, I'm a pretty tall guy, but when I have to look up to some of these guys coming in, I think they're pioneer basketball players." There you go. (laughs) So it sounds like uh, they were visiting our sister station WPSL too last week.
2: I know Greg really enjoys doing those basketball games. That's his. You know, everybody has their their little um, their little thing that like it puts them in their happy place. Like. Me, I have my certain one thing that puts me in my happy place. You have something, and I know that Greg's happy place is when he gets to go do the Indian, you know, the basketball
5: game. Yeah, like when he's courtside, and yeah. he, you know, a part of. I guess you can do basketball by yourself. Basketball goes um, so fast; mm-hmm. it, it's always moving. Yeah, but a part of me. Was uh, thinking to myself, boy, would I like to be sitting by Greg's side and and doing some color commentary? He's
2: so good at what he does. He's he just incredible. <laughs> yes. Really is. He's got his act together.
5: Yep. But you know, never a dull moment really in basketball. No. It's flying. So uh, definitely. So. really, only a, a need for one commentator, I guess.
2: Yeah. Hey, you know, he holds the fort down. He does a great job doing it.
5: And USA, we don't have any gold medals yet. Oh no. I hate to say this is a uh, like this Olympics is. To a weird slow start, I guess. Okay. But I guess uh, it's not a record. Uh, we went, you know, a few days now without winning gold. Uh, the record for us is the first nine days without a gold, and that happened, Evan, in 1936. Oh, Lord. When finally a two man bobsled team finally uh, snagged a gold medal in, in the 1936 Olympics, I guess. Mm. That's not good. So we're waiting for the gold any day now. Uh, and, uh, oh, well, U.S. skier Ryan Cochran-Siegel picked up a silver in men's Super G mm-hmm. for anybody uh, following the Olympics, I guess.
2: Or mm-hmm. that cares I turned to it know. on for just a few moments last night turned yeah. it right back off. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, think, I don't know. It's just something about the Winter Olympics. I just can't get into it.
5: There's something beautiful, though, about the, especially when they have the couples figure skating.
2: That is beautiful. And the other thing that I think is really super cool, and I've watched it. And my, my hat tips off to these guys. They start up really high on the ski slope, and they come down, and then it goes like that, and then they jump. And they just, like, sail.
5: Oh, yeah. And
2: soar yeah. like a bird.
5: Ski jumping. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They soar like a bird. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> that's pretty um, – I, I I, I can't say the word on the radio. I'll say it's pretty gallsy with a G. I
5: get it. It you is. Know? I You know, I couldn't even uh, picture that. Um, wow. I've gone downhill skiing before, but I've never done any jumping and, and ski flying like that. I mean,
2: to go airborne like that for so long, you're like mm-hmm. in the air for like 10 seconds.
5: There's a place where they have it where pretty, cl- now for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it, but mm-hmm. where I grew up in the UP in Upper Wisconsin which is bordering northern, northern Michigan, mm-hmm. there was a uh, ski jump in a ski jumping area not too far from where I grew up, mm-hmm. even though I never attended one of the events. But, uh, yeah, th- we have a place uh, close to us in northern Wisconsin where those boys went flying, too.
2: You couldn't pay and me enough to do that. I'd be afraid I'd throw a hip once I <laughs> landed or me something. Me
5: neither. <laughs>
2: I had a wicked dream last night, by the way. This yeah. is very strange. you're going to laugh and you probably fall out of your chair when I tell you this one. So I dreamt that I got up in the middle of the night and for some reason underneath my air conditioner, there was a small little crawl space that had dirt in it. Okay. Dirt. So I got the vacuum cleaner and at three in the morning, I decided that I wanted to clean the dirt out. Now, it was a combination of Kaya's hair, (laughs) pieces of cardboard, and just all sorts of other crap, Mm -hmm. okay? So, as I'm cleaning and sucking everything out, the cardboard gets stuck in the vacuum, and it clogs up the vacuum. Now, I can't figure out for the life of me why it did that. So, I go in the garage... And this is not true that it happened. This is a dream.
5: Maybe you were sleepwalking and you I really did know. go into the garage.
2: Well, there's no crawl space underneath my air conditioner. So I get out this long flathead screwdriver and try to jam it down in the vacuum to free up the hose. And yeah. the handle broke off the screwdriver.
5: Oh, you were just having a bad night. That's well, It was like a, a, bad a bad nightmare.
2: Day. It was a bad nightmare. So now... I'm stuck with a handle in one hand, and the metal portion of the screwdriver is jammed all the way down in the vacuum hose. And then the, I woke up.
5: <laughs> That's a, a very uh, strange. I, I told dream you. To have. See, I told you it was weird. <laughs> and it's kind of weird that you would even remember that because it yeah. seems kind of, it in a sense of things ins- insignificant. Yeah. You know, like. It's kind of like a who cares kind of dream, so it's kind of like weird that you even remembered it. Mm-hmm. Do you ever dream of people and strangers? Do, do you dream of all the time? You do.
2: It happens all the time. I dream. I used to have these dreams. I think we've discussed this before. I used to have these dreams that I thought I was flying. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I like I could take off and flap my arms. And I was, like, flying. Mm-hmm. And it was the most amazing feeling. Yeah,
5: yeah.
2: And I haven't had dreams like that in, like, forever.
5: And now you wish you could have I wish a dream I could. like that again. I wish
2: I could have a dream because it was, like, it was really cool. Like, I didn't have a care in the world, and I was just, like, floating on cloud nine. No pun intended.
5: Yeah. <laughs> But the reason I brought up like um I asked you if you ever dream of strangers, mm-hmm. I think I read somewhere before that when you do dream of strangers, they could be angels that are uh, coming to you visit you and look over you
2: mm. I never thought of that, yeah, never thought of that before,
5: because you know why would you i mean i've I've dreamt of strangers before too, and you know it's uh. Strange occurrence you mm-hmm. know when you do and and why would you do that and these these people you've never seen and yeah it's...
2: let me ask you a question mm-hmm. does your and this kind of it goes with what we're talking about but it doesn't but have your cats ever stared at the ceiling or just like the wall oh
5: all the for time. like
2: like long periods of time
5: all the time they do
2: kaya does that mm-hmm It's weird. She'll, like, go in the corner, and she'll just look up in the corner, and there's nothing there.
5: Maybe they're seeing a bug or a fly on the wall or something. Nothing.
2: There's nothing. Yeah. And I'll just, like, I'll try to, like, go like that, Mm -hmm. and she just, she's zoned in on that corner. It's weird. It's like a spirit or something.
5: They might, you know, they might be seeing spirits a couple of years ago when my mom passed away. Mm Mm-hmm. It just seemed like, uh, you know, they know when you're feeling sorrow sorrowful, too. Right. They know when you're sad. Oh, yeah. So after my mom passed away, Jack Frosty, my shy kitty cat, would start coming out by me more and more. Mm-hmm. And even when uh, Gary was there, usually he's he doesn't like to be around other people. He's kind of like, this cat belongs to me. Mm-hmm. He's my cat. Right. But he was coming out, you know, even with other people around, out wow. in the living room. Just, you know, sitting by me, and I I think you could tell that I was depressed.
2: I think, honestly, it's a, um, there are spirits. I just, I honestly, I believe in it because of my my father. I've told you this before, where, like, the the chair, we've seen the chair move on its own, the whole cross flying off the fireplace ages ago. um, And then, like, when we used to have my dad's chair out in the living room. Kaya would, like, just stand next to the chair and, like, just stare up. Mm -hmm. And it's weird.
5: How old is your house?
2: My house is um, 13 years old now.
5: Are you the first occupant of it? Yes, Mm
2: yes, yes. We moved in. We moved. We built the home after my dad passed. My dad left um, a nice little chunk of money, and we put it as a down payment on the home. And then we moved in a year later after we bought the home. And the first thing we put up... Was my father's military portrait. But
5: your dad never lived there.
2: No, mm-hmm. never ever lived there. I see. Never lived there.
5: I believe too that when you dream of the deceased, you know, mm-hmm. like if I have a dream of my mother or yeah. my father, yeah. I, I truly believe that that is them reaching me from the other side. Yeah,
2: I agree, one hundred and fifty percent. And I've, I've experienced that too, where I'll, I've had thoughts and I'll. Wake up like out of, like, whoa, what was that? I'm like, oh crap, what's going on?
5: And then you get goosebumps.
2: It's like, drop and give me 20. I'm like, my dad's barking orders like he's in the military again.
5: (laughs) I love having dreams of my parents.
2: Yeah, oh, it's beautiful.
5: You know what? I'm going to do this twice this morning, Evan, because I met some lovely girls. I'm not really sure which hour they're listening, but uh, three ladies came to massage yesterday mm-hmm. and i worked on barbara from indianapolis oh wonderful lady and okay. she came in with her friend beth and there was kathy mm-hmm. uh getting a facial too and so barbara beth and kathy bbk top of the morning to you ladies wow, good morning
2: ladies excellent very I'm good
5: glad to have you um, uh, you know tuning in this broadcast i thought
2: you were going to say that uh you worked on all three of them at the same time. I'm <laughs> like, Wow, how do you do that? Sometimes, arm arm and a leg or something?
5: Don't you wish you had like don't you wish you were like an octopus sometimes, sometimes. and had like eight arms I and do. eight hands? I
2: do at times, especially not here, but especially like over at the stadium when I'm you know, like we're in game day mode or something like that. Oh yeah. I wish I had like more than two arms and two hands. 'Cause man, it's just it's brutal. You gotta up there carry sometimes. up
5: all of those beers <sighs> to the fans, right?
2: Oh man. The beer guy <laughs> is another guy that wishes he probably I was an
5: octopus. <laughs> and yeah, when I used to deliver pizzas, pizza mm-hmm. delivery, I wish you know, certainly wish I was an octopus then too. Mm, and when I'm cleaning, at home cleaning, you mm-hmm. know, don't you wish you could do like just seven things at once to mm-hmm. get her done mm-hmm. in one in one half hour? It's not gonna happen. No,
2: it just won't. You need six arms, ten legs, four eyes, two mouths, and five noses.
5: And then it's like Groundhog Day because of three days later, you're cleaning it all again. Oh. Groundhog Groundhog Day. It just repeats.
2: It never ends. I feel your pain. Trust me. 620 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Thanks so much for listening in this morning. Uh, It's time for news, and let's go right to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Ms. Bonnie.
5: Good morning, Evan. There's good news regarding COVID in Florida. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting just over 7,300 people are in Florida hospitals with the virus. That's down from 9,000 the week prior. A bipartisan group of lawmakers held a moment of silence for the 900,000 people in the U.S. who died from COVID-19 complications. Led by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the lawmakers stood at the steps of the Capitol on Monday night. They were surrounded by a choir that sang God Bless America. The U.S. surpassed 900,000 COVID-19 deaths on Friday, according to Johns Hopkins University. The Centers for Disease Control says the country is averaging more than 2,000 deaths a day. However, this is hope that the worst may be over. Data from the CDC shows a sharp decline in cases since the peak in early January. A major downtown Fort Pierce development has overcome its final hurdle to break ground. WPTV's Megan McRoberts with details.
6: Overall, now parts of the project will be about three stories higher than originally planned, which some locals feared might hurt the small town feel of the downtown Fort Pierce area but there are some downtown business owners looking forward to the promise of more visitors and potential customers located right in the heart of downtown Fort Pierce
7: I love being in Fort Pierce Florida Hump
6: Collective co-owner Tim Gunther has never felt better about opening shop here
7: I think Fort Pierce has been this gem that no one's really discovered.
6: Soon, the King's Landing development will begin breaking ground just a couple of blocks from his store. A project he says will put downtown Fort Pierce and maybe even his products on the map.
7: CBD, hemp, flour, we've got uh, hemp clothing. King's
6: Landing is a nearly $145 million development with shops, restaurants, 114 homes, and a 140 room hotel.
7: I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of new uh, customers that we're gonna have, they're gonna come here and get their daily dose of CBD.
6: Monday overcoming its final obstacle for construction. The approval for three additional stories to bring in a Marriott autograph collection hotel.
8: Now eight stories, the first time it was five stories.
6: The additional stories critical for attracting the hotel. The residential buildings will also climb from eight to now 10 stories with an 11th floor rooftop bar. It's
8: going to be very lush.
6: Jill Madison is the president of Audubon Development heading up the project. He says the additional height stirred up some concern that the local feel of the project could be lost.
8: All our restaurants are local, all the bars are local, and so the charm really comes from who fills the building.
7: The height thing didn't bother me at all.
6: Gunther confident Fort Pierce won't lose its local feel.
7: It's a necessary change for this area. But
6: stand to attract more people to take its charm and the president of the audubon development said that we could start to see foundation work begin out on the property within the next 60 days or so in fort pierce i'm megan mcroberts back to you
5: thank you megan gas prices are still on the rise in florida jumping another 12 cents last week to the highest daily average in almost eight years and triple mark jenkins says it's hard to tell when prices might drop
9: there remains a lot of concern about global supplies especially when it relates to the potential situation with Russia and Ukraine and whether that could lead to sanctions so there's just a lot of uncertainty
5: the current statewide average gas price is 3.47 a gallon A Treasure Coast couple is working to make a difference when it comes to senseless deaths on the road. A year after their daughter was killed in a head-on collision on Super Bowl Sunday, 2021. WPTV's John Shaman has more.
9: Looking east. Timothy and Melanie Trewin have come to Old Fort Park in Fort Pierce Monday. Not for the view. It's hard to believe she's gone.
10: Doesn't feel like it's been a year, no.
9: But to review what they've gone through in the past year, their adopted daughter, Claudia, 32, married with an 11 month old at the time, was heading north on Indian River Drive just before the park entrance on February 7th, 2021.
10: Was on her way to pick up a pizza for her family and she never made it.
9: Claudia was struck head on by a suspected drunk driver, 19 year old Ryan Hester, the son of the St. Lucie County chief deputy. I want to wake up.
8: And, oh, there she is. It was a bad dream. Uh, And it's not a bad dream.
9: For this retired teacher, a lesson in grief she did not want to learn, but one she now shares with others. We
10: want to use our remembrance to help change the culture.
9: So now the couple, working with the Fort Pierce Lions Club and Mothers Against Drunk Driving, is building support for a future memorial at the park for all victims of drinking and driving. The tree winds don't want it to be a distraction for drivers, but a visible reminder that something happened here.
8: And the things that happen are people's lives get cut short.
9: Working under the banner Remember for Change, they also plan to pass out coasters to local establishments that remind people not to drink and drive, and at the same time, reminding the couple to keep moving forward.
10: We don't want to feel helpless That's when people get depressed, is when they feel helpless. This is the ministry, Um, but it's certainly not one I would have chosen.
9: In St. Lucie County, John Shaman, WPTV, News Channel 5.
10: Well, lastly, Florida
5: Democrats are announcing an effort to boost registration numbers. $2.5 million is coming from the donor organization in Florida Alliance and will be coordinated through the state Democratic Party. They're pushing to sign up hundreds of thousands of Democrats in time to vote in the November elections. We did mention the U.S. did not did not win any gold medals in the first four days of the Winter Olympics. Uh, you know, we went seven days without a gold medal in 1988 and four days in 1998. But in action late last night, U.S. skier Ryan Cochran Siegel did pick up a silver in men's Super G. And the most intense and storied rivalry in hockey returning to the ice during tonight's Winter Olympics action at 11.10 Eastern Time when Team USA and Canada face off in their final women's tournament preliminary round game. Both teams are 3-0 in group play. Newstime is 6.27 and we'll have weather and traffic together next. No
11: height, just back.
2: The time right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Tuesday morning edition. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
5: We did have a bad accident earlier this morning in Fort Pierce. There was a fatality at 5006 Fort Pierce Boulevard and James Road in Fort Pierce. There was like a a fatality in the early morning hours with roadblock in that area. Getting out on our major highways, uh, so far so good right now. Uh, we're not seeing any accidents happening right there. Uh, US-1 has been looking fine this morning. And if you see traffic, give us a call at 220-9788 at 220-WSTU. Mm-hmm. Cloudy and 64 right now in Stewart in Hobart, Tasmania,
1: Australia. It's 63. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s with cloudy skies and a few showers brushing the coastline. This afternoon, mostly cloudy skies with a few passing showers, then increasing rain chances into the overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs in the low 70s, cloudy with scattered showers as the front moves in. Thursday, a chilly start with morning temperatures in the mid-50s. A nice cool day with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, another pleasant afternoon with highs in the low 70s, staying mostly sunny for the weekend, increasing rain chances by Sunday as another cold front sweeps in.
12: I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
11: Around Town Magazine is in their 45th year of publishing. On the cover, Chapter's Health System offers a wide range of palliative medicine and hospice care for adults and children. Always by your side. On the back cover, Lotus Gunworks of South Florida. Largest indoor gun range on TC. The 44th Home and Gardens. Extraordinary communities to retire and enjoy. Including Air, a taste of stylish design with Doris Clemens interiors. Sunshine Furniture, Saturday's interiors. Agler Tile and Bath. 55 plus living with the palm of St. Lucie West, Better Life Home Care. Live Theater with Sunrise Theater. Riverside Theater. Travel, resorts, attractions. Captain Hiram's Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, Hawk Tower, Florida Oceanographic. Health new world of medicine, including Alzheimer's Research, Gem Research, Breast Cancer, Care net Pregnancy Services Special, Prescribed Pediatric Care, Home Care America, Dining, Bon Appetit, Renato's Restaurante, Southern Pig and Cattle, Casa Tequila, Captain Hiram. Around Town Magazine is power-packed and So much more.
13: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie.
2: It is 6.32 on the Tuesday morning edition of the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for viral videos. I found two this morning. Two. Only two. One, two for me and you. See the way I did that?
5: Okay.
2: I'm a poet and I didn't know it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The first one is a chimp. Yes, a chimpanzee in China. There's a video of this chimp using toenail clippers (laughs) to cut his nails.
5: (laughs) Oh, I love it.
2: (laughs) Bonnie, this is the cutest thing. Here, look. Here's the video. You hear the little background noise there. Look. Look at the chimp. The chimp is cutting its own toenails. You hear people in the background, they're watching, and they're talking. Is that not the most amazing... Those creatures are so intelligent.
5: Very intelligent. And, you know, he likes grooming himself. Yes. And, yeah, a chimpanzee, you know, using the toenail clippers, actual toenail clippers. Uh My cats, uh, they groom themselves, too, I've seen. But they don't use toenail clippers. They use their tongues. I've seen them. And I've actually seen Frosty or Jack, like, uh, grab their... On their back leg, I've seen them grab their claw before with their mouth and pull pull at their claw. Really? Yeah.
2: Kaya will do that every now and then where she'll like chew on her nail Mm -hmm. to try to like bite her own nail and I have to... Stop her every now and then.
5: See, there's an instinct for animals too, where you know they like to keep themselves cleaned and groomed. Mm-hmm. And but I guess that chimp knows how to do it with the real deal. Mm-hmm. Grab some toenail clippers.
2: Definitely so. I've got another cute little video. This is a little girl, uh, and it's a little girl and a mom that are playing um, supermarket. Okay, oh, they're playing supermarket, and. The girl has to check out, and the mom asks for the debit card, wow. and it's so adorable. What are you
14: Listen. paying, ma'am? Cash or debit? I'm putting an the here. Okay, but I need to know how you're paying, ma'am. Cash or debit? Okay, my debit card.
15: Okay, well, where's your
14: debit card?
15: It's, it's,
1: it's hmm.
14: not over here. Ma'am, I need a payment in order to let you leave with your
6: groceries. I need to
16: pay
14: it right. It go like this and it go like this to push 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 right in. Like this, this, this. Ma'am, I'm sorry your card was declined. I can't let you take the groceries.
16: <laughs> Aww, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my
14: god. The
17: card
2: was declined, and she goes,
5: "I'm sorry." No peas and carrots for that little girl.
2: That was so <laughs> flipping adorable.
5: That's very cute. Yeah, it
2: really was. And
5: you know, teaching the child when she's so very young, uh-huh. the, uh huh, the the value and you know how you have to get
14: your groceries.
2: Yeah, that's um that was cute. That was that was definitely uh that was definitely cute. I must say. Um. Bonnie, did you know that only 18% of us get out of bed immediately when we wake up in the mornings? Now, are you one of those type of people?
5: I'm in that 18%.
2: Are you? Yes,
5: Okay. I mean, I am instantly up. and You're, you know, you're like,
2: boom, up, I'm out o- of bed.
5: I'm awake before the alarm clock, and I'm not one to sit there and lay there and hit the snooze button okay. and fall back asleep several times. That's
2: all, Rachel's all about that. Yeah? She's a snooze girl. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'll throw her under oh, the bus when it comes to stuff like that.
5: I get too anxious. I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, what's ten more minutes of sleep? Nothing to me. I might as well get up and get moving.
2: No, because it's like... You've taken that time to get back into that sleep mode, and then you got to get right back up, so it's like, it's wasted.
5: And you know, I have a hard time doing it, you know, if I look at my clock to find that I only have a half hour of sleep, mm-hmm. which is, a half hour is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You could get some reasonable sleep that way, but usually if I have a half hour, mm-hmm. I'm not falling back to sleep then either.
2: I woke up at 3.30 this morning, and that's a little early for me, because normally I get up at... Four oh, fifteen, and I'm is. out the door at four thirty.
5: Why were you up so early? I don't know. Because I just of that dream.
2: I don't. I think so. <laughs> that dream I, of honestly you
5: getting in that little crawl space. I know. And...
2: So I woke up at three thirty. I went, and this is weird too. I went in the bathroom and I put on my sweatpants that I'm wearing, yeah. and then I went and laid back down. Oh, with my sweatpants on, and just kind of laid there and just like I zenned for like thirty minutes because yeah. I just wasn't ready to get up. And then when 4 o'clock came, I just popped right up mm-hmm. and did what I needed to do and walked out the door at 4.30.
5: I've done that before where I'll lay out in the living room for a while and mm-hmm. take a little snooze yeah. before work, while uh, maybe while the TV is on, while yeah. the news is on. Like, um, I kind of want to be listening, and then I'll kind of zone out a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you know that 78% of people say a clean car makes them feel they have their life together?
5: Yeah, and I don't feel that way lately. Oh, no. my car has been... Is it dirty? It needs a cleaning. So do
2: you feel like your life's in shambles because of that? A
5: little bit, do yes. Do you really? A little bit, I do. So
2: I'm OCD about mine also. I, I bought this battery-powered uh, vacuum that I bought specifically just to use on my car.
5: Everybody could use one of those.
2: So I, think. I hate when my the outside this is strange. The outside of my car can can be dirty, completely dirty, but the inside Mm-hmm. I hate when it gets dirty.
5: It's gross. I don't isn't like it? that. It's, it is. It's a real icky. It's nasty. Gross kind of feeling.
2: I I'm like yeah. I'm always out there with the little wand <laughs> like getting up the hair and this and that and the other and even when Rachel gets in it or she'll bring like schmutz in the car, yeah. I like have to go after behind her.
5: I'm a gas station stopper too where I will stop at a gas station and just uh l- unload garbage out of my car yeah. into their Little barrels.
2: Yeah, Rachel uses her truck as a garbage as a garbage dump. <laughs> but she's been pretty good lately. Yeah. But usually I'll like if I have to drive her car somewhere and I'll find like straw wrappers like in the, the cup. I'm like, why can't it make it into the garbage?
5: hmm Just little things like that. My winter coat, my my long winter, my beige winter coat has Mm -hmm. been hanging out in my back seat for the last week or two now. Mm -hmm. And I'm upset with myself about that because every time I get in and out of the vehicle, I'm like, Bonnie, why didn't you bring that coat in yet? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with you? Mm. That little voice is saying... You know, you've been lazy. Get to work.
2: There's that little man on your shoulder. There is. Yes, telling you to get it done. But
5: it's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing sometime to have that little man on your shoulder.
2: Did you know in the past year, 48% of women and 6% of men have cried after stubbing their toe? (laughs) Have you ever stubbed your toe?
5: I did. I stubbed my toe just last night.
2: Has it ever put you in tears?
5: Yeah. Especially
2: that little pinky toe. Mm -hmm. The pinky is the most painful toe to stub,
5: I would have literally. to agree. Yeah, literally. I think that's probably. I wonder what the most common toe is that you stub. Is it your big toe or is it your pinky toe? I don't know,
2: but I just got a pain in my foot when I said that for some reason. <laughs> just,
5: just the thought of it.
2: I know, just thought of it.
5: I stubbed mine just last night, and mm-hmm. uh, in fact, Gary heard me and he's like, "What's wrong? I stubbed my toe. Are you all right?
2: Are you one of those people that like when you stub your toe?" um the uh, the potty mouth comes out every now and then, like a curse word or two.
5: It didn't last night. No.
2: No. But does that ever happen to you though? I'm I, bad about I'm that.
5: Sure, I'm sure it has. Yeah, I'm bad about yeah. that. Oh, yeah.
2: I'll start like. <laughs>
5: I've been, I've the curse words have come out like say, if I'm out in the yard trying to do something like. Leveling it, that pool. Leveling the pool. <laughs> it was with uh, with my summer waves pool a while back, putting yeah. in the filter pump on that, mm-hmm. getting that together. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think the neighbors heard me cuss a couple of times.
2: They were looking over like, who's that? It, <laughs> Is that really her?
5: And then the wind <laughs> will take that cuss and... It'll, oh, carry travel, it. It. It'll travel with the wind.
2: Yes, yeah, seven houses down. <laughs> you could
5: hear me all the way over by where you live on Becker.
2: Oh, wow, that, that bad? Huh? Wind, <laughs> okay. It's loud enough all and right. the wind carries it. <laughs> Did you know that nearly eight out of ten kids, I'm guilty of this, I'll admit it, nearly eight out of ten kids lie about brushing their teeth. I was so bad about that when or, I was yeah. a child. Yeah. You know? My parents would always, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it now, and I'd shut the door. <laughs> I'd run the water, mm-hmm. and I'd wet the toothbrush, and then I'd come out, and I didn't brush, and yeah. my parents would go behind me to check, and they felt the toothbrush if it was wet. wet yeah. And I, I made sure the toothbrush was wet.
5: You didn't like the taste of the toothpaste or something? I didn't. It something. was nasty. Yeah?
2: It was nasty. Uh, did you know the world has around 200 countries and more than 7.5 billion people? Wow. That's an interesting stat.
5: That is, um, over 200 countries in the world, right? Mm-hmm. I bet there's a few of those like little bitty countries we've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's
2: yeah. yeah, there's there's countries I'm sure there's countries that I've never heard of. I know. That are that are in the world. I know. Did you know that almost three out of four people wish they had enough money to hire someone to clean for them once a week?
5: Once, yeah. I
2: wish I had. I wish I could afford a maid. My daughter has a maid come in once a week down in West Palm where mm-hmm. she lives.
5: Once a week, wow. Once
2: I think once a week or once every two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, she comes in and, and does deep cleaning for her.
5: I could use it just even once a month would be helpful. I would take you know? once
2: a month on a heartbeat. Maybe that's something I'm, I'm going to look into putting that into my um, uh, into my budget. Like, have a once a month, like a deep cleaning. That's a good idea. I like that. Uh Uh-huh. Once a month.
5: Kind of like, you know, having somebody detail your car once a month. Right. Because I don't
2: have time to get into, like, the bathroom and the shower and scrub the scum off the walls and this and that and the other stuff where...
5: I did that in one of our showers just not too long ago. Oh, I don't
2: have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know a cell phone charger is the number one item left behind in hotel rooms? Mm-hmm. I've I would done it. agree with that. Have you done I'm it guilty. before? Yeah, I'm guilty of it. Yeah, guilty I, of it. I think
5: it. I, I, mine stayed at Whitecap up in Wisconsin. But mm-hmm. the fortunate thing was I got a room the following night, and it was the same room with mm-hmm. my charger. Just so happened to be in it, mm-hmm. and it stayed there.
2: In um, a recent survey that asked people, what is the most stressful thing you've ever experienced? What do you think it is, just out of curiosity, um, the most stressful thing ever, that you ever experienced?
5: Perhaps a car accident.
2: Okay. It's up there, but okay. not not at number one.
5: Not at number one. No, um, try one more. Uh, an illness, a relative's illness, cancer, or something.
2: That's up there, but they say that buying and selling a house oh, yeah. is number one.
5: Num- that is number one. It's oh, very stressful. Yeah. Yeah, all the papers and addendums and
2: do you remember, the hassle. Do you remember buying your first home?
5: I sure do. Was
2: it down here or up in Wisconsin? It was here. Okay, mm-hmm. is in it the house you live in currently?
5: Um, no,pe Different one? I had one prior, but okay. it was it was stressful. Right upon buying,
2: closing. It's like closing cost what's this cost What does that cost yeah, but we why do a, I have to pay this
5: we had a terrific realtor Sharon hi mm-hmm. Sharon she's still in the area but mm-hmm. uh, she was she's just um, she was amazing she mm-hmm. made it easier for us did she you know
2: my dad used to be in real estate and he assisted because I didn't know mm-hmm. you know what closing I'm like why am I being charged six thousand, seven thousand dollars for a closing cost? What is a closing cost? And I had to be explained to that all these different fees add up for like a closing cost. You have to like pay your uh your prepays like your insurance and your taxes up front and this and that Mm -hmm. and doc stamps and Uh, your homeowner's insurance and oh my gosh i was like wow what a pain in the butt
5: it's very stressful i was a realtor for a while in madison wisconsin Mm -hmm. i got my realtor license Mm -hmm. i was with century 21 oh that's
2: a great firm yeah that's they're all over they're nationally known
5: we had a lot of people we went to the meetings in uh, Madison headquarters, and there were, like, a lot of realtors that came to those meetings.
2: How did you like being in the uh, I, the, the real estate field, selling? Because that's a um, uh, commission-based position, isn't it, Bonnie?
5: It's commission, yeah, mm-hmm. and very stressful. And mm-hmm. I was trying to be a buyer's agent, mm-hmm. where if somebody was buying... I would want to get them to sign with me right away so mm-hmm. I would be their exclusive agent right. as as they were buying. I I did get one house uh, up for sale where I was the seller's agent. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, that was one of the most stressful things because mm-hmm. I had all... I had like maybe eight or nine uh, little things that I was trying to make come together.
15: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but in a period of time, everything could fall apart mm-hmm. all at once. Mm-hmm. Like... um. Okay, prime example, so I got a buyer to work with me, but I didn't get her to sign my uh, exclusive buyer's agent contract. Mm -hmm. So I was helping her, driving her around, Mm -hmm. looking at homes. Mm -hmm. Then she was out jogging one day and met a friend of a friend of a friend who knew another agent <laughs>
2: and you didn't. And then I, they, you lost the deal. Yeah.
5: So I. That's not right. Did the legwork bringing her around, and that's then right. I lost her to another agent. There's just so many things
2: yeah. that can go wrong. The rewards are great because if you sell a three hundred thousand dollar home, I think the real estate commission is like six percent, isn't it? I think so. So it's, that's like an eighteen thousand dollar payday just for one house. Yeah. So um, it's not I, too bad,
5: and I do have a good friend. Her name is Shelly. In the hi Shelly, and she's been uh, quite successful too in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to hear from her every now and then when mm-hmm. you know she tells me that she sold a home. Yeah, and
2: they sell, it's a they say right now it's a um a seller's market because the values are are way up. It sure but is. But if you sell t- to buy is going to cost you an arm and a leg now. Because the prices are so high. I
5: know. It's, just like me and Gary were talking, you know, like the value of our home is Skyrocketing. Like so way up. But yeah. then you sell the home and then you'll have to buy another home. Yeah, what do you do? And how much is that home going to be? You're going to spend <laughs> just as much money as what you're yeah. going to do.
2: 648 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry. And coin Bonnie standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Miss Bonnie.
5: Good morning, Evan. An investigation is underway after a woman fell to her death from a drawbridge that links Palm Beach to West Palm Beach.
18: West Palm Beach police say the victim was walking her bicycle across the Royal Park Bridge when it started going up she was about 10 feet away from finishing the span. A police spokesman says a man attempted to rescue the woman as she tried to hold on to the elevated bridge but was unsuccessful and she fell 50 to 60 feet onto the mechanical parts of the bridge below. There was a bridge tender on duty and bells that go off when the bridge goes up. But part of the investigation includes whether the woman may have walked past the crossing arms after the signals were down. I'm Joel Malkin.
5: Gas prices are still on the rise in Florida, jumping another 12 cents last week to the highest daily average in almost eight years. And AAA's Mark Jenkins says it's hard to tell when the prices might drop
9: there remains a lot of concern about global supplies especially when it relates to the potential situation with Russia and Ukraine and whether that could lead to sanctions so there's just a lot of uncertainty
5: the current statewide average gas price is 3.47 a gallon There's good news regarding COVID in Florida. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting just over 7,300 people are in Florida hospitals with the virus. That's down from 9,000 the week prior. And a bipartisan group of lawmakers held a moment of silence for the 900,000 people in the U.S. who died from COVID-19 complications. Led by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the lawmakers stood at the steps of the Capitol on Monday night. They were surrounded by a choir that sang God Bless America. The U.S. surpassed 900,000 COVID-19 deaths on Friday, according to Johns Hopkins University. John Prince will be the school district's next superintendent in St. Lucie County in a 4-1 vote Monday The school board selected Prince to succeed Wayne Gent, who announced his retirement less than three weeks ago. Jennifer Richardson cast the lone opposing vote. The decision comes 11 days after the board already signaled it was prepared to promote Prince, the deputy superintendent, since 2015, without considering any other candidates. Prince, age 52 is expected to start July 1st after Ghent's retirement is affected June 30th and a new contract is negotiated and approved. Space startup Astra says it's conducting a thorough review of what caused yesterday afternoon's last-second scrub of a rocket launch at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. Mission
0: station, one, zero, abort.
5: That was the second attempt by Astra to launch of the rocket. No new launch date has been set. And lastly, less than a week after announcing his retirement, former Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback Tom Brady is dropping hints at a possible comeback on the Let's Go Sirius XM podcast. Brady said he's going to take things as they come, adding, you never say never. IRSC basketball, uh, they are amazing. The, now, the spotlight game of Florida was played before packed stands, which included a bevy of NCAA Division I coaches. The Pioneers outlasted the uh, Florida Southwestern Bucks 83-78. to 78. Uh, If the score sounds familiar... Well, that was the score of the first game a week ago. Jacob Tracy led all scorers with 21, while Jonathan Sis added 19, including three clutch free throws in the final minute of the game. The Pioneers are the number one team in Florida. They're number two in the USA, right behind Salt Lake City. Now the Pioneers host Hillsboro Wednesday with the ladies at 5:30 and the men at 7:30 and both games can be heard on WPSL Global. News time is 6:53 and we'll have weather and traffic together for you next.
0: Shuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy bucca Shuck Oysters all day. Don't miss happy hour. Sip on drink specials and dine on discounted appetizers every day from three to six. In the mood for tunes, dance to live music in the courtyard bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar in Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewells Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit StringersTavern.com.
2: right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Bonnie, what's going on?
5: Well, on I-95 southbound right now in Port St. Lucie, we're seeing a traffic accident causing backup and roadblock. This is at I-95 southbound at mile marker 118 in Port St. Lucie. And even the exit ramp there uh, blocked due to the crash. So use some caution once again, this accident we're seeing is I-95 southbound, mile marker 118, Port St. Lucie. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 61 in Port St. Lucie this morning, and in Green River, Wyoming, I've been there before. I've got cousins there. It's 30 degrees
1: under a clear sky. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s with cloudy skies and a few showers brushing the coastline. This afternoon, mostly cloudy skies with a few passing showers, then increasing rain chances into the overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs in the low 70s, cloudy with scattered showers as the front moves in. Thursday, a chilly start with morning temperatures in the mid-50s. A nice cool day with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, another pleasant afternoon with highs in the low 70s, staying mostly sunny. For the weekend, increasing rain chances by Sunday as another cold front sweeps in.
12: I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Heritage Station.
17: My Town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. at the same location on Dixie Highway. New attractions include a space circus, Ringling Brothers Circus in miniature, and more. Enjoy all of our animals, including bears. There's lots of great entertainment. And, of course, fair food. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, or just come out with friends and help celebrate your town. My Town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. Details at martincountyfair.com.
11: Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space, and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation.
2: Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with Chef. Prepared business catering from Ellie's downtown deli. From simple lunchbox drop offs to buffet setup and breakdown you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area?
19: This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop on by or give us a call to find out why our business, catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in
2: Stewart, just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772 781 Six six zero five, or visit Ellie's Downtown dot com.
11: For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com.
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bud. 6.58
2: on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Tuesday morning edition, and speaking of Tuesday morning, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Chief Deputy John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office is going to be here with us, and of course, he'll give us all the insight and the latest and greatest things that have been happening in the past week in the Martin County Sheriff's Office.
5: Yeah, and last week, the hot topic was uh, the parks and, you know, what some... Some people were, you know, leaving their graffiti and some of our beautiful parks here in the Stewart area and kind of vandalizing the places. So maybe we'll get an update from Mr. Seek. Hopefully he'll tell us that things are a little bit better going on with that.
2: Yeah, definitely. So we're gonna take a short pause for the cause. We're gonna step back. The news is coming up next, right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.
20: sending monthly child tax credit payments to millions of Americans. Fox's Tony J. Powers has more live.
14: Dave, this push is especially aimed at those whose incomes are low who would not traditionally file. Now, as part of the trillion-dollar COVID relief package, the child tax credits were raised to $3,600 a year for each child five and under, $3,000 for those 6 to 17 years old. The government began sending those payments out on a monthly basis starting in July. That means there are six months' worth of payments waiting to be claimed by people. Filing their taxes. Workers without children also need to file. The relief package nearly tripled the in- earned income tax credit for workers without dependent children, meaning that many could get credits worth $1,500, Dave.
20: Tonya White House science advisor Eric Lander has resigned. After complaints from staffers led to a review that found he mistreated and bullied them, the Biden administration was going to let him remain on the job. The resignation raises questions over why the White House didn't fire him, quote, on the spot after the president's day one pledge of a zero tolerance policy towards bullying. Fox's Griff Jenkins, the president, has again warned Russia not to invade Ukraine. It would be a... Gigantic mistake. Meeting with Germany's leader, he says our allies are united on this. We will impose the most severe sanctions that have ever been imposed economic sanctions. France's president's gone to Ukraine after talks with Russian leader Vladimir Putin. More states are going to lift COVID mask mandates, all of them led by Democrats. We're not going to manage COVID to zero. We have to learn how to live with COVID. Governor Phil Murphy will lift the mandates next month in New Jersey. California, Connecticut, and Delaware will let some people go on masks too, though there still could be local mandates and schools could still make kids wear masks. Next hour, we find out what movies are worthy of Oscars with the Academy Award nominations. America's listening to Fox News.
11: Does Walgreens offer copays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 dollars copay to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details.
0: So, I just picked out the perfect ring. And that night, my girlfriend started seeing ads for wedding dresses. I haven't even popped the question yet. Why is she seeing ads for things based on what I'm looking at online? I downloaded the DuckDuckGo app, and I stopped getting creepy ads right away.
20: DuckDuckGo is the easy button for privacy. With one simple download, you can search, browse, and email privately. Take back your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Here we go again. Congress is again approaching a deadline to pass a spending bill or face a government shutdown. The Democrat-controlled House is expected to vote today on a short-term spending plan extending government funding through March 11th. Without new legislation, current funding would expire next Friday, triggering a partial government shutdown. Lawmakers had hoped to craft a longer-term appropriations measure, but negotiators have so far not reached a deal. This would represent the third stopgap bill of the fiscal year. If the House approves the short-term spending plan, the Senate would also need to take action with bipartisan support to clear a 60-vote filibuster threshold. Jared Halpern, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed, like the week started with the Dow gained one point, but the NASDAQ dropped 82. Two more NFL teams have hired new head coaches. Both got promotions from defensive coordinator for their teams. Dennis Allen takes over for the New Orleans Saints. Lovey Smith will lead the Houston Texans. Smith is black, and his high follows a lot of controversy.
9: In a meeting with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell on Monday, civil rights leaders called on the league to eliminate the Rooney Rule established back in 2003. It requires NFL teams to interview minority candidates for high-ranking positions, including head coach and general manager. In a press release following that meeting with Goodell, National Urban League CEO Mark Morial said, "Quote: However well-intentioned, the effect of the Rooney Rule has been for team decision makers to regard interviews with candidates of color as an extraneous step rather than an integral part of the hiring process." This meeting arranged in response to the racial discrimination lawsuit against the NFL by former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. Matt Napolitano, Fox News.
3: At
20: the Olympics, Canada beat Team USA in women's hockey 4-2, but the two teams may play again in a gold medal game like they have in just about every Winter Olympics dating back to 1998. Overall, the U.S. has won four medals, all silver. Russia has the most medals with eight. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
17: Come celebrate My Town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. at the same location on Dixie Highway. New attractions include a space circus, Ringling Brothers Circus in miniature, and more. Enjoy all of our animals, including bears. There's lots of great entertainment. And, of course, fair food. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, or just come out with friends and help celebrate your town. My Town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. Details at MartinCountyFair.com.
11: I can't seem to find a local printer that understands my needs.
2: I had the same problem until I found Sam at Skiesel Limit Printing in Port St. Lucie. He actually took the time to discuss ideas and make recommendations to fit my budget. It seems the other shops just wanted to take my order without asking me what I was trying to accomplish.
11: Do they sell all types of printing like business cards, postcards, car magnets, and direct mail?
2: They sure do. They designed everything for me and more. Plus, I felt confident with Sam and his team.
11: I'm so glad I mentioned this to you. I tried to do it online and they wanted me to design everything myself and couldn't get advice or talk to a person.
2: I needed help figuring out what's best for my business also, and that's exactly what Sam did. Call Sky's the Limit at 772-340-1090. Call now. They have a special where you buy 1,000 cards and get 1,500 free. That's 2,500 cards for just $89 plus tax and design at Sky's the Limit.
11: I'll call them right now, 772-340-1090. So happy I asked you. I'm going to call Sam at Sky's the Limit right now
0: asked for it. buck shuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy buck shuck oysters all day. Don't miss happy hour. Sip on drink specials and dine on discounted appetizers every day from 3 to 6. In the mood for tunes? Dance to live music in the Courtyard Bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar in Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewell's Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit Stringer's Tavern dot com.
6: Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning,
11: critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial
6: studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. That's
2: right, it's the Tuesday morning edition
21: of the program, just for you. Imagine a cooking show with puppets, and you'll have the wrong idea.
2: Well, I don't know about that, but maybe a cooking show with real people. Is that apple pie I smell? Yes, it's apple pie. It's right next to me.
10: I need coffee, extra strong.
2: That's something that Bonnie needs coffee, extra strong. It's 7.08 this morning, Mr. Clock. Would you certify? It's
4: now. 7:08 a.m. Right,
2: Bonnie drinks her coffee, high octane, straight black coffee.
5: And I picked the right coffee too this morning, Did Evan. You? This is like a black, rich Colombian coffee Ooh. that I got at the. Circle K in Port St. Lucie this morning. Okay. And I want to say hi to our friend Andy, who listens to us occasionally on this radio. Very,
2: very nice. Alright. Good morning to you, Andy, and thank you for filling up Bonnie's empty gas tank every single morning with that high-octane coffee.
5: <laughs> That's right. Um. And, he, you know, Andy's always smiling and friendly. That mm-hmm. fella kind of makes your morning All right. when you walk in. We Love appreciate it. him.
2: Love it. He's a happy camper, without a doubt. Let's do some birthdays. <laughs> Today's date, February the 8th, 2022. It marks the... Give me a minute. I'll, I'll, I'm going to figure it out. 31, 32, 33, 34. It's the 39th day of the new year. <laughs> it took me a minute to figure that out.
5: Oh, really? It is? Yes. Oh, wow.
2: Because 31 days are in January, and okay. this is the 8th day of February. So 8 and 31 makes 39.
5: Now, when you're saying we're 39 days into it, um, you know, that doesn't seem so extreme. No. But I hear people telling me uh, it seems more extreme when they're saying, like, wow, we're already in February Mm -hmm. and I missed January Mm -hmm. because January went by so fast. When you say it is 39 days, I'm just like, uh... Time's not going by that fast, no. then.
2: How about look at it this way. Only 326 more days until the new year.
5: Yeah. I just figured That's all that out in my head.
2: I just was like adding math together.
5: You're good with the math. I try. I must tell I you. try.
2: What do you got for me for birthday? You're like
5: a walking calculator oh, stop. over there.
2: Tinking button. 73 divided by 45 at 8. <laughs> Square root is seven, and I have no idea.
5: No birthdays today. No. But oh, no. um, at February 8th, it just reminded me, I do have to get my car payment in the mail. Oh, okay. And I have a birthday next month, so I've got to buy the sticker tags, too. So okay. happy birthday to me.
2: All right. There you go. <laughs> you and I <laughs> those, both.
5: Those presents come around. The big
2: 6-2 for me and the big then, 21 for you, because you nobody t- knows your age.
5: you got to take care of those car de- That's details. That's right. That's right. But which I took care of already. Good. So. Good.
2: Excellent. Uh, Julio Jones, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, is 33 years old today.
5: Oh, yeah. We talked about him a lot this mm -hmm, sports season, mm -hmm, Julio. mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Cicely Strong is 38. That's Melania Trump on Saturday Night Live. That's who plays Melania Trump.
5: I've never seen that. You know, I just don't stay up late enough to watch Saturday Night, but I guess if I really want to see it, there's no excuse because there's YouTube now. Mm -hmm. What's her name?
2: Cicely Strong.
5: Cicely Strong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for her playing, is it Melania Trump?
2: Melania Trump on Saturday Night Live.
5: i got to look for that.
2: Uh, let me see. Hold on. I actually, uh, there's something. Oh, wait, that's the wrong video. Sorry about oh, that. Oh. <laughs> I do have her playing Melania Trump. I did find it on uh, video here. A message from Donald and Melania. Melania Trump. Here we go. So here they are right there. Ask and you shall receive.
0: As the man who's almost certainly an ex-president, I wanted to give you a chance to get to know the real Donald. Now, you're probably looking at this lovely woman here and thinking, Whoa, who's this? Another bangable daughter? (laughs) Actually, it's my beautiful wife, Melania. Hello. She's great, just great.
19: Welcome
5: to our humble gold house. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, so, you know, she's got the accent down, so she's pretty good, not too bad.
5: Yeah, I I think she does uh, very well, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think she has her down pretty much to a T, mm-hmm. and they certainly look like Donald and Melania. Yeah,
2: he's got the hair going on.
5: Yeah, I, I think they do a pretty neat job. That's funny.
2: Dawn Oliveri is 41 years old today. That's Monica Talbot on House of Lives. William Jackson Harper is 42. That's Chitty on The Good Place. That's C-H-I-D-I. I'm not cursing oh, on the air. Chitty, yes. Yeah, I'm not cursing on the air. Chitty so on worry. The Good Place. Yes. Seth Green, 48, co-creator of Robot Chicken. The Big Show from the WWE is uh, 50 years old today, 7 foot 4 inches tall. Uh, Stephanie Courtney is 52 that's Flo with the Progressive Insurance Commercials that's her real name.
5: Oh, What's her real name?
2: Stephanie Courtney I would love to get her on the radio.
5: I love Flo and how old is Flo today?
2: She is let me look again she is 52 but she, she really, does not look it.
5: She really got a good deal when she uh became Flo in those ads and she's been doing it for like Ever for like a good, long time now, forever, and it seems right, mm-hmm. yeah, and now they brought in some other characters. oh, there's the the fella in the ad that's really funny mm-hmm. for the life of me i I can see the guy, but I can't think of his name, but he has some funny parts, mm-hmm. and then there's a whole cast of characters where I see them in one commercial where they're all out at the beach. And they can't stop talking about insurance, or Flo can't, anyway. Mm. 52 today, huh?
2: 52, yes. Uh, Vince Neil from Motley Crue, 61 years old today. Wow. Can't believe that one.
5: He's in a fight with someone lately, isn't he?
2: Yes, he is, and I can't think of who it is.
5: So it's Motley Crue and um, trying to think of, uh, let's see if I can find it. There's a band who Motley Crue has been fighting with. And I think it's, oh, Eddie Vedder.
2: Yes, there it, you go.
5: Oh, no, I'm thinking of Eddie Vedder and Nikki Six. Mm-hmm. And who did you say is celebrating? Vince Neal is?
2: Vince Neal from Motley Crue, 61 years old today.
5: Okay, um, so it's Motley Crue, um, him from Motley Crue uh, fighting with Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. but the feud between Nikki Six and Eddie Vedder, I guess. Okay. Um, so, yeah.
2: Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, the one and only from Different Strokes. I think this is from Different Strokes. Gary Coleman, the little guy, passed away in 2010, celebrating a birthday in the heavens. Jack Lemon passed away in 2001, celebrating a birthday in the heavens. James Dean, celebrating a birthday in the heavens as well. Did
5: you ever see a streetcar? Was he in a streetcar named Desire? No, Rebel Without a Cause. Mm -hmm. I saw him in Rebel Without a Cause. Mm -hmm. Man, was that a good movie. I'm sure it was. You know, I love the uh, vintage posters and the pictures you see with uh, James Dean and Marilyn And Elvis Presley all hanging out, Mm -hmm. like in the pool room or sitting at the bar playing pool together.
2: Right, Those are some
5: classic photos.
2: Let's uh, rewind the clock a little bit, Bonnie, and let's uh, go back in the day if we could.
5: Boy Scouts of America was founded in 1910 on this date. So 112 years uh, Boy Scouts has been around. And, you know, did you ever wonder, Evan, why there are Girl Scout cookies and not Boy Scout cookies?
2: You know... That's actually a really <laughs> good question.
5: Right? Because why you know, the Girl Scouts they raise their money with the Girl Scout cookies. I wonder how the Boy Scouts. I wonder how they, you know, raise theirs. I but,
2: would really yeah. like to know an answer. I would. I demand an answer for that one.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not really sure. Have you ever been a Boy Scout? No. Uh, I've never been a Girl Scout either. I think no. I was in 4-H one time. Never have. But that's about as far as I went with getting into clubs. Never have. Uh, 46 years ago, in 1976, Taxi Driver premiered in New York. Uh, It starred Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster. Oh, wow. You talking to me?
2: Hey, you talking to me?
5: You talking to me? You talking to me. (laughs) Uh, um, Let's see, 28 years ago, in 1994, Jack Nicholson, ooh, he attacked a guy's windshield with a golf club in a fit of road rage mm. after the other guy cut him off in Hollywood traffic. Jack eventually reached an undisclosed settlement to avoid a criminal lawsuit. Could you imagine getting into a scuffle with the likes of Jack Nicholson when you're out on the roadway, how scary that would be?
2: Um, Yeah, especially if he was dressed up in the Joker costume.
5: Or, yeah, or you know, just by how scary he has been in his movies yeah. to see... To see Jack Nicholson coming at you in a fit of rage. Oh, yeah. Um, Al Pacino is another one, Evan. In a true story, my sister-in-law was visiting New York City, Mm -hmm. and she accidentally stepped on a movie set Mm -hmm. only to be yelled and screamed at from the real Al Pacino. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
2: Not good. Could you imagine? Not good. Bet she never did that again.
5: (laughs) I bet she'll never forget that. No. I mean. Wow, that's
2: incredible. He's
5: a scary movie, uh, kind of a scary character too, or he can be in some of his movies. Yes, agreed. And uh, let's see, we'll we'll do a music one. Mm -hmm. 13 years ago in 2009, Adele was Best New Artist at the 51st Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm. That year, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss won Album of the Year for Raising Sand, mm-hmm. and Jennifer Hudson's self-titled disc was the Best R&B Album in 2009. Wow. That's a look at back in the day.
2: Bonnie, today is National... Wait a minute, i got to refresh this, because that was yesterday. Sorry, I was on the wrong day. Here we go. It's Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Have you ever wondered about the lives that may exist in other galaxies? Well, if you're a science geek and you like science and things like Mm -hmm. that, well, today is a day for you as it's Extraterrestrial Culture Day.
5: That's pretty awesome. Here's another
2: one. Laugh and get rich day. (laughs) Yes, we should all laugh and hope to get rich one day. Definitely so. It's National Kite Flying Day. So you know the expression, hey, go fly a kite. Yes. Well, now it comes true. Mm -hmm. You should get a kite and... uh, fly a kite we, and
1: we bought one for
5: uh jaden for was it christmas or his birthday one year mm-hmm. when we uh, gary got that thing pretty pretty well on up into the air they're
2: mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. um today is a really cool day it's national propose day in India. in India. In India? yes. Proposed Day in India is celebrated on February the 8th. Proposed Day oh. is usually the second day of Valentine's Week and a day after Rose Day. Although Valentine's Day is observed all around the world on the 14th, Proposed Day is celebrated as a day in Valentine's Week. It is a day to pop the question to your better half and show them your unconditional Love. The holiday, of course, is celebrated in India and numerous couples perspective, old and new take the opportunity to propose and renew their proposal, especially using roses.
5: Some might propose by leaving that diamond ring in foods. I have and,
2: heard of that.
5: And it looks like the best place, uh, the most popular place that people leave that engagement ring is in somebody's pizza. What? When when they're, someone asked 2,000 Americans to name the best foods to hide a ring in, and, and pizza got the most votes, I guess. Are you, know, you
2: serious? I thought it
5: was ice cream because, you know, the girl is eating an ice cream sundae with her spoon and the ice cream tastes sweet. Yeah, I thought it would be ice cream. And, uh, you know, that's not even, that didn't even make the list. It Mm. was pizza followed by putting the diamond ring in a salad. What? (laughs) A burger or sandwich, which seems risky.
2: Do people not realize, (laughs) do people not realize that you can literally break a tooth? Yeah. Yeah. By doing this?
5: Soup was on the list, but, you know, the ring could stay on the bottom, and she might not see it. (laughs) And um, seafood, because a ring that smells like fish is pretty romantic.
2: Oh, that is so disgusting. (laughs) That is so disgusting. Like, I want to walk around with my finger smelling like salmon or red snapper. (laughs) That is so gross. Yuck. 721... On a salmon ring finger filled morning. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by at a salmon free desk. Good morning, Bonnie.
5: Good morning, Evan. And we mentioned this earlier that less than a week after announcing his retirement, former Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback Tom Brady is dropping hints at a possible comeback. On the Let's Go Sirius XM podcast, Brady said he's going to take things as they come, adding... You never say never. A Treasure Coast couple is working to make a difference when it comes to senseless deaths on the road. A year after their daughter was killed in a head-on collision on Super Bowl Sunday 2021. WPTV's John Shaman has more.
9: Looking east. Timothy and Melanie Trewin have come to Old Fort Park in Fort Pierce Monday. Not for the view. It's hard to believe she's gone.
10: Doesn't feel like it's been a year, no.
9: But to review what they've gone through in the past year, their adopted daughter, Claudia, 32, married with an 11 month old at the time, was heading north on Indian River Drive just before the park entrance on February 7th, 2021.
10: Was on her way to pick up a pizza for her family and she never made it.
9: Claudia was struck head on by a suspected drunk driver, 19 year old Ryan Hester, the son of the St. Lucie County chief deputy.
8: I want to wake up. And oh, there she is. It was a bad dream. Uh, And it's not a bad dream.
9: For this retired teacher, a lesson in grief she did not want to learn, but one she now shares with others.
8: We want to use
10: our remembrance to help change the culture.
9: So now the couple, working with the Fort Pierce Lions Club and Mothers Against Drunk Driving, is building support for a future memorial at the park for all victims of drinking and driving. The tree winds don't want it to be a distraction for drivers, but a visible reminder that something happened here. And the
8: things that happen are people's lives get cut short.
9: Working under the banner Remember for Change, they also plan to pass out coasters to local establishments that remind people not to drink and drive. And at the same time, reminding the couple to keep moving forward.
10: We don't want to feel helpless that's when people get depressed is when they feel helpless this is the ministry um and, but it's certainly not one i would have chosen
9: <laughs> in st lucie county john shaman wptv news channel five
10: john prince will be the school district's
5: next superintendent in st lucie county in a four to one vote monday the school board selected prince to succeed wayne ghent who announced his retirement less than three weeks ago jennifer richardson cast the lone opposing vote The decision comes 11 days after the board already signaled it was prepared to promote Prince, the deputy superintendent since 2015, without considering any other candidates. Prince, age 52, is expected to start July 1st after Ghent's retirement is effective June 30th and a new contract is negotiated and approved. A major downtown Fort Pierce development has overcome its final hurdle to break ground. WPTV's Megan McRoberts with details.
6: Overall, now parts of the project will be about three stories higher than originally planned, which some locals feared might hurt the small-town feel of the downtown Fort Pierce area. But there are some downtown business owners looking forward to the promise of more visitors and potential customers. Located right in the heart of downtown Fort Pierce.
7: I love being in Fort Pierce.
6: Florida Hemp Collective co-owner Tim Gunther has never felt better about opening shop here.
7: I think Fort Pierce has been this gem that no one's really discovered.
6: Soon, the King's Landing development will begin breaking ground just a couple of blocks from his store. A project he says will put downtown Fort Pierce and maybe even his products on the map.
7: CBD, hemp, flour, we've got uh, hemp clothing.
6: King's Landing is a nearly $145 million development with shops, restaurants, 114 homes, and a 140 room hotel. And
7: I'm sure there's going to be a lot of new. Uh, customers that we're going to have, are going to come here and get their daily dose of CBD.
6: Monday overcoming its final obstacle for construction. The approval for three additional stories to bring in a Marriott Autograph Collection Hotel.
8: Now eight stories. The first time it was five stories.
6: The additional stories critical for attracting the hotel. The residential buildings will also climb from eight to now ten stories with an 11th floor rooftop bar. It's
8: going to be very lush.
6: Jill Madison is the president of Audubon Development heading up the project. He says the additional height stirred up some concern that the local feel of the project could be lost
8: all our restaurants are local all the bars are local and so the charm really comes from who fills the building
7: the height thing didn't bother me at all
6: down there confident fort pierce won't lose its local feel
7: it's a necessary change for this area
6: but stand to attract more people to take in its charm and the president of the audubon development said that we could start to see foundation work begin out on the property within the next 60 days or so in fort pierce i'm megan McRoberts. back to you
5: Florida Democrats are announcing an effort to boost registration numbers. $2.5 million is coming from the donor organization Florida Alliance and will be coordinated through the state Democratic Party. They're pushing to sign up hundreds of thousands of Democrats in time to vote in the November elections. 726, we'll take a look at sports. The New Orleans Saints have informed defensive coordinator Dennis Allen that they're hiring him as their next head coach. Sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter on Monday, Allen, who's 49, will replace his longtime boss Sean Payton, who stepped away 2 weeks ago. This will be Allen's second stint as a head coach after he went 8 and 28 as coach of the Raiders from 2012 to 2014 and the Houston Texans have hired Lovey Smith as their next head coach. The team announced this Monday. Smith was the Texans' associate head coach and defensive coordinator this past season. Our news time is at 8, actually 7:27 and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
0: If wine, food, and fashion are your passion, visit the Jensen Beach Chamber's Wine, Food, and Fashion Week at the Harbor Bay Plaza in Sewell's Point this Tuesday, February 8th to Friday, February 11th. Four days of wine tasting, modeling, travel expos, and food tastings. Most events are free. A $20 raffle ticket benefits the Entrepreneurship Foundation and gets you a chance to win 55-inch TVs, laptops, and more. For information and tickets, visit JensenBeachChamber.com. Harbor Bay Plaza, between the two bridges, In
2: Sewell's Point. 7.28 right now, the time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Tuesday morning edition, it's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on?
5: Well, we're going to take a look to uh, do a follow-up. We did see an accident earlier this morning in Port St. Lucie out on I-95. We're going to take a look to see if that accident has cleared And it's not. Uh, This is actually a hit-and-run crash. This is at I-95 southbound in Port St. Lucie at mile marker 118. We did see roadblock earlier, but it looks like uh, the lanes in that area now have opened up. Uh, But still look for some activity. Mile marker 118. I-95 in Port St. Lucie. And that's all we have. If you see traffic, let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 64 in Palm City this morning. Rain showers. It's 43 in Berlin, Germany.
1: Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s with cloudy skies and a few showers brushing the coastline. This afternoon, mostly cloudy skies with a few passing showers, then increasing rain chances into the overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs in the low 70s, cloudy with scattered showers as the front moves in. Thursday, a chilly start with morning temperatures in the mid-50s. A nice cool day with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, another pleasant afternoon with highs in the low 70s, staying mostly sunny. For the weekend, increasing rain chances by Sunday as another cold front sweeps in. I'm
12: WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
0: In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income.
17: Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every
3: Monday morning at 11.
11: Around Town Magazine is in their 45th year of publishing. On the cover, Chapter's Health System offers a wide range of palliative medicine and hospice care for adults and children. Always by your side. On the back cover, Lotus Gunworks of South Florida. Largest indoor gun range on TC. The 44th Home and Gardens. Extraordinary communities to retire and enjoy. Including nice Air, a taste of stylish design with Doris Clemens Interiors. Sunshine Furniture, Saturday's Interiors. Agler Tile and Bath. 55 plus living with the palm of St. Lucie West Better Life Home Care. Live theater with Sunrise Theater, Riverside Theater, Travel Resorts, Attractions, Captain Hiram's Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, op Tower, Florida Oceanographic, Health New World of Medicine, including Alzheimer's Research, Gem Research, Breast Cancer, care Net Pregnancy Services Special, Prescribed Pediatric Care, Home Care America, Dining, Bon Appetit, Renato's Restaurante, Southern Pig and Cattle, Casa Tequila, Captain Hiram's, Around Town Magazine is power packed and and so much more. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show.
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTU Morning Show at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bud. This is not
20: headline news. NASA will retire the International Space Station by crashing it into the ocean. The pilot for the mission, Harrison Ford.
4: A Russian figure skater became the first to pull off a quadruple jump in Olympic competition. She credits her success to practice, determination,
20: and the threat of labor camp. This is the first Winter Olympics to use 100% artificial snow. But the Jamaican bobsled team is smoking 100% real grass. (laughs) And Vince Neal, lead singer of Motley Crue, is 61 today. He doesn't shout at the devil too
4: much anymore, but the neighborhood kids really get an earful. This is Not Headline News. From Not
2: Headline News to the stupid stuff. And now it's
4: time
0: for stupid news.
4: It's so stupid and awesome.
0: Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live?
13: Why are people so stupid?
2: Oh Bonnie, we're going to start right here in our backyard with stupid news.
5: Is this? Are we going to go to Palm City?
2: No, we're going to Port St. Lucie.
5: Oh man, I'm, and I wasn't suggesting that anybody in Palm City is stupid or anything. No. I, my, but that was just my first guess where we went to.
2: Right. Because St. Lucie. Because it's in our backyard. Yeah. So we'll go up the street in our backyard. Okay. To the pizzle, <laughs> where 38-year-old Bradford Weitzel was at a bar in Port St. Lucie. Last Friday.
5: How old is this, Brad?
2: 38 years old.
5: 38, okay.
2: Right, he was at a bar in Port St. Lucie on Friday and left after midnight, but couldn't find his car. So he did the only logical thing. He stole someone else's car to drive around and look for his. Okay? That's where he's wrong, right off the bat. Now, the night was really just getting started, though. He ended up stopping the stolen car on a set of train tracks. He claims that the car died on him, which is unlikely. So the car ended up getting hit by a train while Bradford was running away. And the train caused the car to fly in the air into the side of a nearby house.
5: Yeah, and the people were even inside, but fortunately they weren't injured, I don't think.
2: No, they were asleep. But, like you said, they weren't injured. Uh, then, Bradford found a nearby fruit stand after that.
5: Did he want to get some fruit?
2: I don't know. He but he some va-
5: apples and oranges?
2: He vandalized the fruit stand for some reason and then tried to steal a forklift that he found.
5: Oh, my. But someone... A forklift? Had, yes. A forklift hanging out by a fruit stand yeah. after he already crashed his car yeah. into somebody's house right. by sitting on the railroad tracks.
2: But some... <laughs> Somebody called the cops by this point, and when the cops showed up, Bradford tried to flag the cops down like he was in trouble and told them he needed help finding his own car.
5: Yeah, he was already having a bad night. He needed the help from Mr. Officers.
2: Yeah, then he explained everything else uh, he'd been up to that night, so the uh, police arrested him instead. He's facing a bunch of charges, including counts of grand theft, Auto and criminal mischief.
5: He didn't try to steal the fruit, but he tries to steal a forklift of yes, all things.
2: A forklift of all things <laughs> to try to drive around to find the car that he couldn't find that he parked at the bar, which eventually I do believe that they found out that there never was really a car mm. at the bar.
5: Does it say what bar he had been at?
2: No, Just I would love of, to have found out. Kind which of curious. One
5: it was. Curiosity. Yeah,
2: I, I'm sure we could call our friends at the Port St. Lucie Police Department and they could tell us that one. I wonder if Officer uh, or, or if uh, Chief Deputy Budensek heard about that story. We'll have to ask.
5: Yeah, him. I'm sure he did. I'm, I'm I'm sure he has by now. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, two weeks ago, a masked robber in Jersey City, New Jersey, robbed a small neighborhood market that's run by the 77 year old owner and his wife. The guy got away with ten dollars worth of cigars. Now the same masked man came back five days later, and got away with twenty dollars. The next day, he returned a third time, and he got $180. Third
5: time's a charm.
2: Well, in two of the robberies, the 77-year-old man was assaulted, and in the third, the robber roughed up the guy's wife. Oh, Now, that's three times in six days. But when he came back for a fourth robbery last Friday, the police were right there waiting for him. Uh An off-duty cop had been keeping an eye on the store, and when the robber jumped behind the counter... The police officer sprang into action. The robber was identified as 34-year-old Travis Neely. He was arrested and charged with four counts of strong-arm robbery, one count of resisting arrest. He's also appeared to be under the influence of drugs.
5: Well, glad they got him. I'm glad they finally got this guy.
2: Third time's not a charm, but fourth time was uh, no more. Yeah, yeah, four and no more. Uh, Authorities in Frankfurt say they arrested burglar, arrested... They've arrested burglar.
5: Frankfurt, Germany, maybe? I, uh,
2: let me look here. No, it's in Kentucky.
5: Uh, oh, authorities
2: in Frankfurt, Kentucky. Kentucky say that they've arrested a burglar who stole women's underwear from various homes at a mobile home park. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Franklin County Sheriff's <laughs> Office, 36-year-old John Hawkins III of Harrodsburg, Kentucky was arrested this past Saturday after a lengthy investigation. Now, the sheriff's office says Hawkins was suspected of breaking into several mobile homes (laughs) at the Shady Acres Mobile Home Park. Right there, that tells you something's not right. Shady Acres Mobile Home Park, the name alone Which is in Frankfurt, and uh, and stealing women's underwear. I don't know.
5: I kind of like the name, because if I lived in a mobile home park, I think I would like to have it shady.
2: Shady Acres.
5: Not You know, not sunny and hot. I would like a little shade.
2: Well, according to the police, deputies executed a search warrant at Hawkins Home and discovered 100 pairs of women's underwear and Ooh. bras believed to have been stolen from... From the homes in Franklin County in the Shady Acres (laughs) Mobile Home Park. He
5: must have hit a lot of those mobile homes to have how many pairs? A hundred? A
2: hundred pairs.
5: Gosh, good gosh.
2: Listen, I've heard of people having a feminine side, but a hundred pair?
5: Mm, Maybe next he'll go to the community developments to steal some higher-end underwear.
2: (laughs) Designer. Versace. Calvin Klein. (laughs)
5: <laughs> Gloria Vanderbilt.
2: Yeah, keep going. Victoria's Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, baby.
5: Don't be stealing my Victoria's Secret. That's right. buddy.
2: Stick to your Walmart brand, okay? <laughs> in one or more, of, in one of the more apt examples of bringing medtech into the home and meeting patients on their terms, a developer of a smart toilet seat has raised. $30 million to pursue an FDA clearance. Yes, a smart toilet okay, seat.
5: you know, uh, this sounds uh, kind of brilliant. I
2: thought like... you were going to say crappy. <laughs>
5: no, no, it <laughs> sounds like it'd be, you know, kind of a hot seller.
2: Well, but... the maker of the heart seat aims to provide people with a regular heart health scan without intruding on their daily routine with electronic sensors in the seat for logging heart rate and blood pressure built currently into the cushion that you're sitting on
5: right while you're sitting there yes i kind of like the idea
2: the company plans to complete clinical testing obtain an fda green light and begin its commercial launch before the end of the year now here's where i have a problem with this toilet seat You sit down, and it's supposed to measure your heart rate, your blood pressure, and all that other
5: good stuff. It sounds like a good thing to me.
2: Well, here's the problem. What happens if you get somebody that's constipated, that's sitting on the seat, and they're, they're struggling to have a bowel movement? Now the heart rate is going up. Things are going up. Their vital signs are going up.
5: Well, then that's just common sense. Right. But it's not going to give a
2: good reading. Yeah,
5: it's common sense that you're not going to get a good reading then. And
2: what happens if this toilet seat is wired to like a telephone where it automatically calls paramedics for you Mm -hmm. if it detects your heart rate or something way up too high? I don't know. Then you'll be in deep crap
5: is, is it to gonna, yeah is it going to be that well designed don't though no <laughs> boy you are just, really thinking ahead of time thinking, evan thinking out of the box <laughs> right you know <laughs>
2: just thinking out of the box wow um yeah i don't want to uh, no I, I i i could think way out of the box on that one um let's uh, talk about a man who went on vacation who was the subject of amusement after a video of him working from his laptop while on a parasail, made the rounds on social media. The sales professional made the most out of his current work from home situation by traveling to one of the best beaches in the world. Um, Although he does most of his work remotely by phone, he thought it would be fun to send his boss a video of himself sending emails from his laptop while literally vacationing. He That's, jokes, in, wow. yeah, yeah. He jokes in the video where he dangles from a parasail huh. that he was that he has already finished the client's quote, but needs to look for a stronger Wi-Fi signal. He said he was worried a little bit during the video because both because both of uh, the wind and and everything else was a little much, and it was tossing him around, and his boss may not have believed him. Oh. So he went up on a Uh parasail, did work on a laptop, and his boss didn't believe him.
5: I think his boss should give him a raise. He did a lot in a day. Yeah. You know, keeping up his job and, and parasailing, that can't be that easy. No. Have you seen those guys do it out at the jetty in Fort Pierce?
2: Couldn't get me on one of those things.
5: I would love it. I would actually. You would lo- do it. I would love to go fly and glide really? through the air like that. That yeah. would be
2: like the guy in the Olympics skiing. I know on the slope.
5: Well, that one I wouldn't do. Uh, the no. ski, the ski jumping, I would not have any part of. But at
2: least you fall out of the parasail; that, you're in the water.
5: Yeah, that's right. It's a that, soft landing. I'd like to try that.
2: Okay. Uh, lastly, on Wednesday, an 84-year-old man admitted to police. That he'd been driving without a license. Not just on that trip. And not even for a couple of years. He's never even had a license. And he's, he's
5: 84 been... and he yeah. never had a license?
2: And he's been driving for 72 years since he was 12.
5: I'll, I'll, well, I'll be.
2: And even when he was finally caught, it wasn't for a wreck or a traffic infraction. It was technology. His car, a blue Mini was flagged by a traffic camera for being unregistered. Mm. And so Mm. the police pulled him over. This happened in the UK, by the way, and the local police say they were gentle with the man, meaning he probably wasn't hit with a serious charge. But in addition to not being licensed, insured, or registered ever, there's another problem. He's old. Mm -hmm. The police said, quote, he was hard of hearing, his reactions were poor, and he was very unsteady on his feet. So he wasn't safe, even if he was road legal. It was worth pointing out that it's unclear how much this guy had really driven. And he did apparently have an unregistered vehicle. But this would be easier to get away with huh. if he wasn't out and about all that often.
5: He must not have been that bad of a driver if he you know, could go all that time no. without them... You know, find or or would there have been any record of him anyway?
2: Eighty something years. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Uh huh. That's definitely a long time. But
5: it sounds like um he might be slowing down, and it might be time to get Grandpa off the road.
2: I would hope so. If I get that old, I don't think I would drive at eighty six. I'd be afraid that I would hurt somebody. You know, because your yeah. reflexes and things like that are are not what they oh, they should yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> It is 7.46 right now. News time All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's got the uh, morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
5: Good morning. An investigation is underway after a woman fell to her death from a drawbridge that links Palm Beach to West Palm Beach.
18: West Palm Beach police say the victim was walking her bicycle across the Royal Park Bridge when it started going up and she was about 10 feet away from finishing the span. A police spokesman says a man attempted to rescue the woman as she tried to hold on to the elevated bridge but was unsuccessful and she fell 50 to 60 feet onto the mechanical parts of the bridge below. There was a bridge tender on duty. And bells that go off when the bridge goes up. But part of the investigation includes whether the woman may have walked past the crossing arms after the signals were down. I'm Joel Malkin.
6: There's good
5: news regarding COVID in Florida. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting just over 7,300 people are in Florida hospitals with the virus. That's down from 9,000 the week prior. A bipartisan group of lawmakers held a moment of silence for the 900,000 people in the U.S. who died from COVID-19 complications. Led by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the lawmakers stood at the steps of the Capitol on Monday night. They They were surrounded by a choir that sang God Bless America. The U.S. surpassed 900,000 COVID-19 deaths on Friday, according to John Hopkins University. And the Centers for Disease Control says the country is averaging more than 2,000 deaths a day. A major downtown Fort Pierce development has overcome its final hurdle to break ground. WPTV's Megan McRoberts has details.
6: Overall, now parts of the project will be about three stories higher than originally planned, which some locals feared might hurt the small-town feel of the downtown Fort Pierce area. But there are some downtown business owners looking forward to the promise of more visitors and potential customers. Located right in the heart of downtown Fort Pierce.
7: I love being in Fort Pierce. Florida Hump
6: Collective co-owner Tim Gunther has never felt better about opening shop here.
7: I think Fort Pierce has been this gem that no one's really discovered
6: soon the king's landing development will begin breaking ground just a couple of blocks from his store a project he says will put downtown fort pierce and maybe even his products on the map
7: cbd hemp flour we've got uh, hemp clothing
6: king's landing is a nearly 145 million dollar development with shops restaurants 114 homes and a 140 room hotel
7: i'm sure there's going to be a lot of new uh, customers that we're going to have, they're going to come here and get their daily dose of CBD.
6: Monday, overcoming its final obstacle for construction. The approval for three additional stories to bring in a Marriott autograph collection hotel.
8: Now eight stories. The first time it was five stories.
6: The additional stories critical for attracting the hotel. The residential buildings will also climb from eight to now 10 stories with an 11th floor rooftop bar. It's
8: going to be very lush.
6: Jill Madison is the president of Audubon Development heading up the project. He says the additional height stirred up some concern that the local feel of the project could be lost
8: all our restaurants are local all the bars are local and so the charm really comes from who fills the building the
7: height thing didn't bother me at all
6: down confident fort pierce won't lose its local feel
7: it's a necessary change for this area
6: but stand to attract more people to take in its charm and the president of the audubon development said that we could start to see foundation work begin out on the property within the next 60 days or so in fort pierce i'm megan mcroberts back to you
5: Space startup Astra says it's conducting a thorough review of what caused yesterday afternoon's last second scrub of a rocket launch at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station.
0: Three mission one
8: zero abort.
5: That was the second attempt by Astra to launch the rocket. No new launch date has been set. Lastly, John Prince will be the school district's next superintendent in St. Lucie County. In a 4-1 to one vote Monday, the school board selected Prince to succeed Wayne Ghent, who announced his retirement less than three weeks ago. Jennifer Richardson cast the lone opposing vote. The decision comes 11 days after the board already signaled it was prepared to promote Prince, the deputy superintendent, since 2015 without considering any other candidates. Prince, age 52, is expected to start July 1st after Ghent's retirement is effective June 30th and a new contract is negotiated and approved. The spotlight game of Florida was played before packed stands, which included a bevy of NCAA Division I coaches. The I R S C Pioneers outlasted the F S W Bucks, 83 to 78. So if the score sounds familiar, it should. That was the score of the first game a week ago. Jacob Tracy led all scorers with 21, while Jonathan Sissy added 19, including three clutch free throws in the final minute of the game. The Pioneers are the number one team in Florida, and they're number two in the USA behind Salt Lake City. The Pioneers will host Hillsborough Wednesday with the ladies at 530 and the men at 730. And both games will air on WPSL Global. News time at 752, and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
3: Three
2: three eight zero. Seven fifty two, the time on the Tuesday morning edition of the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time to take a look at traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
5: Let's see. First, we're seeing some debris in the roadway. This is up in Fort Pierce. It's on I ninety five southbound at mile marker one thirty two in Fort Pierce, where there's a large box in the left lane. Uh, use caution right there. And otherwise, uh, what we're looking at is uh, so far so good with the accidents. It looks like that one has cleared on I-95 southbound in Port St. Lucie. So, uh, yeah, not finding any accidents right now. And if you see traffic, let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. We have 62 degrees in clouds in Port St. Lucie. In Cheektowaga, New York, it's snowing and 30 right now. Here's our weather at WPTV.
1: Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s with cloudy skies and a few showers brushing the coastline. This afternoon, mostly cloudy skies with a few passing showers, then increasing rain chances into the overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs in the low 70s, cloudy with scattered showers as the front moves in. Thursday, a chilly start with morning temperatures in the mid-50s. A nice cool day with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, another pleasant afternoon with highs in the low 70s, staying mostly sunny. For the weekend, increasing rain chances by Sunday as another cold front sweeps in.
12: I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
21: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring.
17: Come celebrate My Town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th at the same location on Dixie Highway. New attractions include a space circus, Ringling Brothers Circus in miniature, and more. Enjoy all of our animals, including bears. There's lots of great entertainment and, of course, fair food. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, or just come out with friends and help celebrate your town. My Town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. Details at MartinCountyFair.com.
11: Visit their website, europeansync.com.
0: You asked for it. buck shuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy Bucka shuck oysters all day. Don't miss happy hour. Sip on drink specials and dine on discounted appetizers every day from 3 to 6. In the mood for tunes? Dance to live music in the Courtyard Bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar at Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewell's Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit Stringer's Tavern
11: do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, WSTU Show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
4: Hey, ladies. Do you need
0: some new underwears? Well, not new, but new to you. Then come to Kentucky John's Underwear Depot. I have a large selection of bras and panties. for. For you to choose from And I'm conveniently located across the roadside From Shady Acres Mobile Home Park Private fittings are available too And I take trades Oh, and that's for ladies only Because guys wearing women's underwears That's just weird Weird. So see you soon at Kentucky John's Underwear Depot Yeah, it just
2: kind of goes along with the story we just read (laughs)
5: <laughs> I wonder if there's any uh, fireworks set in that underwear.
2: I don't know, being but insane. that's just, um, um,
5: and wow. Hey, just in time for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> uh, go to the underwear depot and, you know, buy some of that hot, fiery underwear for your lovey.
2: Yeah, red, to be exact. <laughs> Definitely a red to be exact. Uh, Rachel and I uh, made a conscious decision. We are not getting each other anything for Valentine's Day this year.
5: You know, we Gary and I, we kind of do that every year, Evan. Yeah. Uh, we just don't consider it. We have so much up and coming with yeah. people's birthdays. Mine, like yeah. mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, you're the queen. So, I mean, you come first and you just... It, it's, it's like, you know, I, I just, I love the way you did that. You know, Gary and I decided, <laughs> but, you know, we have so many, of you know, coming events and birthdays, like mine, <laughs> that's right, so it better be good, that's all I gotta say.
5: Gary's probably listening and he's keeping the Underwear Depot in mind.
2: That's right, there you go. <laughs> hey folks, we're gonna take a short pause for the cause while Bonnie and I go visit the Underwear Depot, or WSTU-Stewart. Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't go anywhere.
20: Eric Lander did not get the treatment President Biden vowed for those who disrespect or talk down to others. I promise you I will fire you on the spot. The White House did not fire him, but rather allowed him to resign after initially defending him in his post. Now, the president's top science advisor, Eric Lander, who advised on issues like the pandemic and mask and vaccine mandates, now out after that internal investigation showed he mistreated and bullied his staff. That's Fox's Griff chickens. The president's urging American citizens to leave Ukraine, worried about a possible Russian invasion. Um, I hate to see them get caught in a crossfire if, in fact, they did Standing with Germany's leader, he warned Russia again. Our allies are united, preparing severe economic punishment. The White House will today urge Americans, especially those with low incomes, to file their taxes to get the expanded child tax credit as soon as they can after IRS monthly payments ended and the Biden social spending plan stalled in the Senate. With COVID cases falling from the record Omicron wave, several states, are going to undo some mask mandates. I
9: think this is something we've earned, Connecticut. We've earned it.
20: Democratic <laughs> Governor Ned Lamont, Oregon, and California, Delaware, and New Jersey will lift some state restrictions, but local and school district mask mandates could remain. And we have an update on the school mask fight in Virginia. Fox's Evan Brown has it live. As yeah, Virginia's new governor, Glenn Youngkin, campaigned on ending mask mandates in
16: school and upon taking office issued an executive order making face coverings optional for students.
20: And while a court blocked that order after a small group of parents from Chesapeake sued, demanding
16: all kids be masked, the Virginia Supreme Court is now dismissing that lawsuit, allowing the mask optional order to stand. The high court says in its ruling that the parents suing lacks standing.
20: And that it wasn't opining on the legality of the governor's order, Dave. Evan, Hyundai, and Kia are recalling almost a half million vehicles that have and could catch fire, telling owners to park them outside, not in garages. America's listening to Fox News.
11: Does Walgreens offer copays as low as zero dollars and ninety-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier, or how there's a pharmacy expert available twenty-four-seven and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. Zero-dollar copays apply to tier-one generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com/medicare for complete details.
0: So, I just picked out the perfect ring. And that night, my girlfriend started seeing ads for wedding dresses. I haven't even popped the question yet. Why is she seeing ads for things based on what I'm looking at online? I downloaded the DuckDuckGo app, and I stopped getting creepy ads right away.
20: DuckDuckGo is the easy button for privacy. With one simple download, you can search, browse, and email privately. Take back your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. An hours-long manhunt in Washington State ended last night. Police tracked down the accused gunman in a grocery store shooting in Richland on a highway about 100 miles away. One man was killed.
11: He's taken away an uncle <gasps> Two children who absolutely adored him. He's taken away a brother from a family, a son. He He was a good, good guy. Roxanne
20: Reynolds worked with Justin Crumba. Another person was also shot a store employee, now in critical condition. The Air Force has been ordered to pay $230 million to the victims of a mass shooting.
11: The families and survivors had asked for more than $400 million. 26 people were killed, 22 were injured at the church shooting in Sutherland Springs nearly five years ago. A federal judge last summer had found the Air Force 60% liable for the shooting for failing to report Devin Kelly's assault conviction to a national criminal database. He'd been convicted of assaulting his wife and stepson while in the service. But failure to report the conviction meant he went on to buy multiple guns, some of which were used in the shooting at the church. Law enforcement said Kelly was found dead in a vehicle after fleeing the shooting scene from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
20: On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed up for the Dow down to the Nasdaq like yesterday's market close. In about 15 minutes, we'll find out what movies could win the Oscars.
14: There will be 10 Best Picture Oscar nominations announced. A change From the five to ten we've seen in the past decade. There's lots of buzz about Dune, the power of the dog, West Side Story, and King Richard, to name a few.
16: Uh, For mistake,
14: y'all. Others getting actress and actor Oscar buzz include Lady Gaga for House of Gucci and Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. I have an original
3: rock musical.
14: Hey, boy genius. And
3: I've spent the last eight years of my
0: life
14: writing it. The 94th Academy Awards will be handed out at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood on March 27th.
20: That's your Powers. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News.
11: weight. Feel great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rezacker of Slim Body Laser Spa. East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website slimbodylaser.com In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose 3, 6, even 9 inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today. 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The weight. can't seem to find a local printer that understands my needs.
2: I had the same problem until I found Sam at Skysa Limit Printing in Port St. Lucie. He actually took the time to discuss ideas and make recommendations to fit my budget. It seems the other shops just wanted to take my order without asking me what I was trying to accomplish.
11: Do they sell all types of printing like business cards, postcards, car magnets, and direct mail?
2: They sure do. They designed everything for me and more. Plus, I felt confident with Sam and his team.
11: I'm so glad I mentioned this to you. I tried to do it online and they wanted me to design everything myself and couldn't get advice or talk to a person.
2: I needed help figuring out what's best for my business also and that's exactly what Sam did. Call Skies the Limit at 772-340-1090. Call now, they have a special where you buy 1000 cards and get 1500 free. That's 2500 cards for just $89 plus tax and design at Skies the Limit.
11: I'll call them right now. 772-340-1090. So happy I asked you. I'm going to call Sam at Skies the Limit right now.
13: coming to you live from stewart florida the greatest little town in the world it's the award-winning critically acclaimed get up and go show on am 1450 wstu you're invited to call the show anytime at seven seven two 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 zero nine seven eight eight. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much. It's hour number three
2: for you and me this morning.
0: You're the most amazing guy.
2: Well, thank you. I don't beg to differ with you on that.
0: Oh God, I'm bored already.
2: Don't be bored. We got a lot coming up. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a uh, really productive. The whole show's been uh, productive this morning. Time now is officially 8.08. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors?
4: It's now 8.08 a.m.
2: 8.08, as Mr. Clock says, and it's time for our weekly Tuesday morning visit with... You know, I always wondered about this, Bonnie. We always introduce him as Chief Deputy, John Budenseek. But is there a difference between chief deputy and deputy chief? Think about that for it, a minute. You
5: know, it might depend. I wonder if there's like a province or a parish or a county mm-hmm. where they reverse it like that. I there, don't know. There might be places somewhere.
13: I know who would know, though.
5: But I know it, here it's a chief deputy. Chief
2: Deputy John yeah. Budesek would know the answer to that, and he's on our line right now. Good morning, John. Oh, wait. i got to hit the button there. There we go. Okay. Are you there?
22: I'm here. Now Norman I got gotcha. oh, you.
2: Good, good, good. So, is there a difference between chief deputy and deputy chief?
22: There is not. It can go either way.
2: So we could call you either or, but we just don't call you late for dinner.
22: I prefer it that way. Yes.
2: Okay.
5: And you know, I think the uh, deputy chief was Enos, and with Boss Hogg in Hazard County, like mm. on on the Dukes of Hazard, mm. it might have been the they might have called it the deputy chief in that county. Okay. But here in Martin County,
2: it's Chief Deputy. Yes. That is the official title, correct, John?
22: It is the official title. and What a lot of people don't know is one sheriff, who is the sheriff William Snyder, and right. everybody else regardless of rank is a deputy of the sheriff. So
2: and then of, and the then there's Captain one there's one the chief deputy, there's one chief deputy who oversee oversees the operation as as what is your position?
22: I, I am the chief deputy. Is that what you're asking? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There's just one. There can only be one chief deputy.
22: There is in Martin County. uh, There are other agencies that have more than one chief deputy, which I would imagine gets a little confusing.
2: Yeah, I would. I would imagine too. Having Uh, more than one.
5: uh, Probably a place like New York City might be having more than one chief deputy. I bet there are like several.
2: I would think so.
5: In a bigger city like that.
22: Yeah. Definitely so. There are. There's boroughs of those big cities that are larger than the Marquette Sheriff's Office. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
2: So, John, we had a story this morning that was actually in our stupid news that we're actually going to discuss with you this morning. And it's the guy that has no brain cells that left his car on the railroad tracks. Uh, not his car, but uh, left a car on the railroad tracks because he came out of a bar. And he supposedly couldn't find his car. And he decided to steal somebody else's car. And then he, did, I guess, something with a fruit stand and tried to steal <laughs> a forklift. and What what was going on with this guy?
22: Well, we can't make these stories up. And I don't know what was going on with him. He, obviously, he was under the influence of something. I'm not sure that it was alcohol, because as a as it played out, it started allegedly with him leaving the bar, not finding his car, and uh, stealing a uh, cleaning car, and then feeding it to a local FEC train as it came down the tracks. <laughs> I um, like
2: the way you said that, feeding it.
5: Yeah, and he he stole a what kind of car? Did you say a
22: a cle- yeah, clean clean? The, the car belonged to a cleaning service. Just a small little Honda fit car or whatever they are. Oh, yeah? Much. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Huh.
22: But certainly no match for a half-million-pound locomotive that was cruising through Jensen Beach. After that, of course, you know, our deputies responded to a uh, crash of a train-versus-car. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody in the, in the mobile home that the car was slung into were injured, although they were <laughs> quite startled. They were fine also. Our our deputies responded out there, worked it. That happened in the wee hours of Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And then early Saturday morning, they started getting different calls. They got a call of vandalism up at the fruit standoff in the River Drive there. And then the suspect himself started calling 911. He called several times and said his car was stolen, meet me at whatever location. Deputies would respond to the location. He's not there. He would call back say, hey, my car was stolen, I'm at this location, they go there. The third time was the charm. They finally met him, and of course, after a brief conversation, they figured out that they had their guy. And in some conversation, they were able to piece it all together.
2: Now, did this guy actually drive his car to the bar? Was there a legit vehicle there, or was that made up also?
22: We never found his car, so we're not sure where wow. his car was.
5: Yeah, it sounds like, really, this is no laughing matter. It sounds like he was very mixed up, and uh, fortunately, like, you know, the people in that trailer home didn't get injured. I, I guess they were sleeping at the time uh, when the car hit the house, and uh, do you know what you know what bar he had been at?
22: No, there's a string of bars there off of East, Indian River Drive. I'm sorry, East Jensen Beach Boulevard, Rico Terrace back there. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's. The area, but you know this this kind of smells of more than alcohol, especially going into the wee hours of the morning. Most people have fallen asleep somewhere and sobered up and realized that they made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, because nobody was seriously injured, and
15: mm-hmm.
22: it was the rest for all the other charges, we didn't blood test them, nor would we blood test them under these circumstances. But yeah, it uh, something was clearly off there.
2: Uh Yeah, I would say so, especially when the story also that we read this morning in our our Stupid News segment said that he tried to steal a forklift as well. A forklift, too. A forklift, no less.
22: (laughs) Yes, the forklift was at the fruit stand. He tried to take that also. I don't know where he was planning to strike out and drive that thing to. Yeah,
5: uh... because I don't think those forklifts really move too fast, No, they they don't. I mean...
2: It just doesn't make sense. You can't, what do they say, John? You can't fix stupid sometimes, right?
22: You cannot. We just come out there and try to piece it together and try to rationalize your rational behavior. It doesn't work always.
2: Jeez. Mm. Unbelievable. Um, There's, you know, it's a shame things like that have to happen. I want to touch a little bit and talk a little bit about uh, DUIs and how alcohol sometimes is not the only substance that people can get charged with if they get pulled over.
22: That is correct. You know, alcohol. We all know alcohol is bad, and people knowingly drink alcohol and they drink too much and they drive. But there's a whole other segment of people who aren't trying to break the law and aren't trying to get themselves in trouble, and that's people that take prescription medication and right. then they drive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of people do. They take it legitimately, but if you take too much or you or you take the wrong kinds, you're not supposed to be driving a vehicle. It says in the bottle, uh, but you know, people. When they're under the influence of their medication, sometimes they're not thinking as clearly, but they also are technically a DUI driver. They're driving under the influence of the controlled substance that they have taken. Mm -hmm. So you have those and then you have those that are abusing illegal street drugs. Right. Uh, Heroin, especially, we get a lot of, thankfully, they don't, in our county, they haven't hurt a lot of people, but we get quite a few people that are overdosing on heroin. Who crash and hurt themselves? Like I said, thankfully we haven't had any real bad ones where they hurt others, but we do get that also. So yeah, alcohol is not the only the only uh, substance people drive buzzed under.
2: A lot of people have that big misconception, like you just said, DUI driving under influence. They think that it just only pertains to alcohol, but it, in the in the long run, in the legal terminology. It could pertain to a whole litany list of things.
22: It does. I know out west where they've legalized marijuana, they've had a lot of issues with people driving under the influence of marijuana. We, we do get that, but it's not near as prevalent as alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. would get scared,
5: <laughs> yeah. Even if I took a Benadryl, I, would, I wouldn't I would probably not want to go out on the roads. Yeah. Benadryl makes you sleepy, and that's a allergy medication.
22: Yep. It, uh, anything that impairs your judgment, the suggestion is obviously just to stay home and sleep it off and then drive when you're, when you're stone cold sober.
2: Uh, you, yeah. you couldn't set it any better without a that's, doubt.
22: That's right.
2: Um, how are things doing at the uh, sheriff's office these days with uh, COVID and is the lobby area, is it open for business? Cause we haven't really talked about that all that much for our listeners.
22: Yes. We are doing strikingly well. I told you a few weeks ago, we had 54 people out with COVID. Mm-hmm. We are back to almost zero with COVID.
2: Beautiful. And
22: the jail also, we had some, we had up to 13 inmates that had COVID spread throughout the jail. They had to do a full lockdown, which is unfortunate for the inmates. So they couldn't move around outside of their cells other than specified times. They're back operating. Uh, Under normal conditions with visitation in the jail, if you have a loved one over there, Mm -hmm. they're back to normal. Our operations are back to normal. The lobby is open, so if you need a a public record or fingerprints or what have you, you can come into the office and... We will take care of you as we used to do under normal circumstances.
2: Very good. It's, it's mm-hmm. nice to hear that, that uh, everybody's normality. everybody's healthy
5: and glad to hear yeah. that you all over there are healthy, too. Yeah, for
2: sure, yeah. for sure. That's Chief Deputy John Buden-Siki. He joins us each and every Tuesday morning on the program to give us some insight and updates on things that have been happening all throughout Martin County. John, it's always our pleasure to have you on the show, and uh, we look forward to uh, speaking with you next week.
22: Sounds good. We'll see you all. Have a good week.
2: Please uh, give our regards to uh, Sheriff Snyder, if you would. Tell him we miss him on the yes, program. Yes, please do. Please do.
22: I shall.
2: All right. Shall. Take care, and we'll speak to you real soon. Okay. All right, Bye. Bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is opening up this morning at $1,819.80 an ounce. And silver opening up at $22.85 an ounce. That is your precious metal support, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin.
21: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring.
2: uh, the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
5: Good morning, Evan. An investigation is underway after a woman fell to her death from a drawbridge that links Palm Beach to West Palm Beach.
18: West Palm Beach police say the victim was walking her bicycle across the Royal Park Bridge when it started going up. She was about 10 feet away from finishing the span. A police spokesman says a man attempted to rescue the woman as she tried to hold on to the elevated bridge, but was unsuccessful and she fell 50 to 60 feet onto the mechanical parts of the bridge below. There was a bridge tender on duty and bells that go off when the bridge goes up. But part of the investigation includes whether the woman may have walked past the crossing arms after the signals were down. I'm Joel Malkin.
5: A Treasure Coast couple is working to make a difference when it comes to senseless deaths on the road a year after their daughter was killed in a head-on collision on Super Bowl Sunday 2021. And WPTV's John Shaman has more.
9: Looking east... Timothy and Melanie Trewin have come to Old Fort Park in Fort Pierce Monday, not for the view. It's hard to believe she's gone.
10: Doesn't feel like it's been a year, no.
9: But to review what they've gone through in the past year. Yeah. Their adopted daughter, Claudia, 32, married, with an 11-month-old at the time, was heading north on Indian River Drive just before the park entrance on February seventh, twenty 2021.
10: Was on her way to pick up a pizza for her family, and she never made it.
9: Claudia was struck head-on by a suspected drunk driver, 19-year-old Ryan Hester, the son of the St. Lucie County Chief Deputy. I want to wake up,
8: and oh, there she is. It was a bad dream,
9: uh, and it's not
8: a bad dream.
9: For this retired teacher, a lesson in grief she did not want to learn, but one she now shares with others.
10: We want to use our remembrance to help change the culture.
9: So now the couple, working with the Fort Pierce Lions Club and Mothers Against Drunk Driving, is building support for a future memorial at the park for all victims of drinking and driving. The tree winds don't want it to be a distraction for drivers, but a visible reminder that something happened here.
8: And the things that happen are... People's lives get cut short.
9: Working under the banner Remember for Change, they also plan to pass out coasters to local establishments that remind people not to drink and drive, and at the same time, reminding the couple to keep moving forward.
10: We don't want to feel helpless. That's when people get depressed It's when they feel helpless. This is the ministry, um, and, but it's certainly not one I would have chosen.
9: <laughs> In St. Lucie County, John Shaneman, WPTV. News Channel 5.
5: John Prince will be the school district's next superintendent in St. Lucie County. In a four-to-one vote Monday, the school board selected Prince to succeed Wayne Ghent, who announced his retirement less than three weeks ago. Jennifer Richardson cast the lone opposing vote. The decision comes 11 days after the board already signaled it was prepared to promote Prince the deputy superintendent since 2015, without considering any other candidates. Prince, age 52, is expected to start July 1st, after Ghent's retirement is effective June 30th, and a new contract is negotiated and approved. Rather than hire a consultant like the district did for its past four superintendent searches, In 1996, 2003, 2013, and 2015, when Ghent was hired, the school board immediately selected Prince after a community forum on Monday. Gas prices are still on the rise in Florida, jumping another 12 cents last week to the highest daily average in almost eight years. And AAA's Mark Jenkins says it's hard to tell when prices might drop
9: there remains a lot of concern about global supplies especially when it relates to the potential situation with Russia and Ukraine and whether that could lead to sanctions so there's just a lot of uncertainty
5: the current statewide average gas price is 3.47 a gallon And there's good news regarding COVID in Florida. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting just over 7,300 people are in Florida hospitals with the virus. And that's down from 9,000 the week prior. Lastly, did you hear about this in Las Vegas? A tourist from Arizona named Robert Taylor was playing the slots last month and hit a jackpot for $230,000 But he didn't know it because the machine malfunctioned, so he left with nothing. But the casino caught the mistake later and told the Nevada Gaming Board, who tracked Robert down. So he found out about it three weeks after the fact and just showed up this past weekend to collect his money. What a great way Mm. to start your day, to have that gaming board call you and... To say, hey, buddy, you won. You won on the slot machine. Ching, ching. In this amount. Definitely. Well, the U.S. did not win any gold medals in the first four days of the Winter Olympics. Uh, The record for us is the first nine days where we went without a gold. That happened in 1936, 1936. When our our two-man bobsled team finally snagged one, and it was only uh, gold that year. It was our the only gold that year, but there were fewer events too back then. And more recently, we went seven days without a gold medal in 1988 and four days in 1998. But in action late last night, U.S. skier Ryan Cochran Siegel did pick up a silver in men's super G. Set for tonight is the most intense and storied rivalry in hockey, returning to the ice during Winter Olympics action when Team USA and Canada face off in their final women's tournament preliminary round game. And both teams are 3-0 in group play. That hockey match gets started at 11.10 Eastern time tonight. Our news time is 8.27, and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
0: or your passion, visit the Jensen Beach Chambers Wine, Food, and Fashion Week at the Harbor Bay Plaza in Sewell's Point this Tuesday, February 8th to Friday, February 11th. Four days of wine tasting, modeling, travel expos, and food tastings. Most events are free. A $20 raffle ticket benefits the Entrepreneurship Foundation and gets you a chance to win 55-inch TVs, laptops, and more. For information and tickets, visit JensenBeachChamber.com. Harbor Bay Plaza, between the two bridges in Sewell's Point. 8.28,
2: the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for another look at traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got a first peek outside. Bonnie, what's going on?
5: And Evan, we're not finding any accidents. Things are looking nice and clear right now. We're not seeing anything blocking our roadways in Stewart. Up in St. Lucie County, those areas are looking fine, including the major highways all on up to speed right now. Drive safely if you're heading out. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 65. It's mostly cloudy in downtown
1: Stewart this morning. And let's hear more on our weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s with cloudy skies and a few showers brushing the coastline. This afternoon, mostly cloudy skies with a few passing showers, then increasing rain chances into the overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs in the low 70s, cloudy with scattered showers as the front moves in. Thursday, a chilly start with morning temperatures in the mid-50s. A nice cool day with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, another pleasant afternoon with highs in the low 70s, staying mostly sunny. For the weekend, increasing rain chances by Sunday as another cold front sweeps in.
12: I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
11: No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show.
0: You asked for it. Bucka Shuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy Bucka Shuck Oysters all day. During this happy hour, sip on drink specials and dine on discounted appetizers every day from three to six. In the mood for tunes, dance to live music in the courtyard bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar at Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewell's Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit Stringer's Tavern. Thank you the great Zoltan, gypsy fortune teller, gaze into my
16: crystal ball and see happy families at the Martin County Fair Friday, February 11th through Saturday the 19th. Exciting rides, music, entertainment, livestock stock shows, delicious corn dogs and funnel cakes. One day I hope to move out of Mother's Basement and into a fancy gypsy wagon like in the movies. Until then, I predict you will save money by buying tickets in advance at martincountyfair.com.
13: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
2: 8.32 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for our daily dose of space in another place. Here's Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy.
23: Good morning, Admiral. Well, sir, it was 1974 that NASA ended its 84-day Skylab mission. It was the last mission using the Skylab in space. Three crews went on board that station at various times, and then there were none. What makes this flight interesting is the fact that the astronauts who were on board left signs for one another on EVA spacesuits that were in the spacecraft. In fact, the last crew that was on board prior to the final crew left their dog tags and left some signs on board as if they were humans that were still remaining on board the station. What makes it also interesting with this particular vehicle is they were going to leave it in orbit unmanned until the space shuttle would be there and the space shuttle would rendezvous and dock and then put it into a higher orbit and use it. However, due to delays in the space shuttle, they never did launch to go to the space station that was already in orbit. And then it was 2010 that NASA launched to the International Space Station the Tranquility Module and the Cupola that are currently on board the station. The astronauts on board the station continued their work with science. They used Kayla ba- Barron and Raja Cherry took turns participating in a robotics test for the Behavioral Core Measurements experiment. The monthly experiment assesses investigations on how to live in confines of space, in microgravity, and how it affects the crew's stress, performance, and behavior. Barron then joined European astronaut Matthias Marr practicing measuring fluid pressure in the eye. She also helped photograph cotton cells and growing plants in space. This will become very necessary when we go into deep space to provide our own food as we're not going to have enough consumables on board. The astronauts then installed and worked on components inside the Cell Biological Experiment Facility, which is an incubator with an artificial gravity generator. They worked to use drying agents inside science freezers that preserve research samples. So a lot of work up there. Meanwhile, the ISS-67 crew took part in a simulation ahead of their launch on March the 18th. Cosmonauts Oleg Artsumev, Denis Medvedev, and Sergei Korsakov are spending a lot of time in simulators getting ready for their spaceflight. They have been working not only on Earth, but they're also working in pools in Russia. They get in their spacesuit, they go out to the pool, which they enter, And then their spacesuit is balanced in the water, so it does mimic the use of microgravity. This is done with most missions in order to prepare the cosmonauts for spaceflight. We're getting ready for later today, when the International Space Station is raised in orbit just a little bit, about a half a mile. This will put it in phase, of the Soyuz MS-21 transport mission scheduled for the 18th, and the landing of the Soyuz MS-19 on March the 30th. Routinely, the station is either raised or lowered a little bit in orbit to get it ready for the next vehicles that will be headed to the space station. RSC Energia specialists have received a patent for the super-fast flight scheme to the International Space Station. They received a patent last year that will allow the Russian Federation to fly to the International Space Station on the first revolution. Normally, it takes three revolutions of the Earth to catch up, rendezvous, and dock to the International Space Station using the Soyuz spacecraft. Russia has been doing faster and faster rendezvous and dockings to save fuel and now they have a patent which will help them do that astra space company aborted its flight yesterday that would send the astra rocket into orbit with a small satellite and a bunch of cube satellites a minor technical issue caused the delay now Be further delays that will be caused by weather. Weather concerns today will show about a 70 to 90 percent chance of violation. However, the weather does improve after 24 hours with a 30 percent chance of actually lifting off. Wednesday will be a big day for the U.S. Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation. U.S. Senator John Hickenlooper, a Democrat from Colorado who chairs the Subcommittee on Science and Space Oversight, will hold a hearing called NASA's Accountability and Oversight. Tomorrow it will begin at 2.30 and will be available on NASA TV. Here is where we learn a whole lot about what Congress is getting the information for for NASA in the future the space launch system which will take us back to the moon is reporting that they are way behind schedule they're saying this is happening because of the lack of funding The delay has now resulted in the first sls accumulated delay that will move the vehicle for for artemis 4 that's the gateway mission moving it all the way out to the third quarter of 2026. This is something you don't want to see. However, it will continue to happen unless the funds are allocated quickly to the proper resources. Lastly, we want to tell you that NASA has met with Poland's ambassador as they get ready to go into space together. Tomorrow, we're going to tell you about Elon Musk giving us an update on the Starship, as well as what's happening with the rover on Mars. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody.
2: That's Randy Siegel, Captain Randy Siegel, with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday, at this time, talking about all things pertaining to the space program. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where they are just... Up the street, a right turn and a left turn, and you blink your eye and you're on the front patio, Bonnie.
5: You're right. Not too far away, Evan. Right over there on Colorado and 6th Street in Stewart, uh, where you can get a classic French dip. This is on a toasted garlic sub roll and stuffed with shaved prime rib, horseradish, sour cream, and a juice served with your choice of a side item. They serve up, too, some awesome... Mrs. Peter's Fish Dipped. And they make it where they're served with jalapeno, tomato, red onion, and Captain Wafers. Goes great with a glass of wine on the patio. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well, like their Oreo pie. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today they're located 18 southeast 6th street just off colorado in stewart call 772-781-6605 ellie's downtown deli in stewart
2: 842 is the time right now on the get up and go show time for a final look at news all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coyne, Harris Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
5: Good morning. Once again, a major downtown Fort Pierce development has overcome its final hurdle to break ground. Here's WPTV's Megan McRoberts with more.
6: Overall, now parts of the project will be about three stories higher than originally planned, which some locals feared might hurt the small-town feel of the downtown Fort Pierce area. But there are some downtown business owners looking forward to the promise of more visitors and potential customers. Located right in the heart of downtown Fort Pierce.
7: I love being in Fort Pierce.
6: Florida Hunt Collective co-owner Tim Gunther has never felt better about opening shop here.
7: I think Fort Pierce has been this gem that no one's really discovered.
6: Soon, the King's Landing development will begin breaking ground just a couple of blocks from his store. A project he says will put downtown Fort Pierce and maybe even his products on the map. CBD,
7: hemp, flour, we've got uh, hemp clothing.
6: King's Landing is a nearly $145 million development with shops, restaurants, 114 homes, and a 140-room hotel.
7: I'm sure there's going to be a lot of new uh, customers that we're going to have. They're going to come near and get their daily dose of CBD.
6: Monday overcoming its final obstacle for construction. The approval for three additional stories to bring in a Marriott autograph collection hotel.
8: Now eight stories. The first time it was five stories.
6: The additional stories critical for attracting the hotel. The residential buildings will also climb from eight to now 10 stories with an 11th floor rooftop bar. It's
8: going to be very lush.
6: Jill Madison is the president of Audubon Development heading up the project. He says the additional height stirred up some concern that the local feel of the project could be lost.
8: All our restaurants are local. All the bars are local. And so the charm really comes from who fills the building.
7: The height thing didn't bother me at all.
6: do confident Fort Pierce won't lose its local feel.
7: It's a necessary change for this area,
6: but stand to attract more people to take in its charm. And the president of the Audubon development said that we could start to see foundation work begin out on the property within the next 60 days or so in Fort Pierce. I'm Megan McRoberts back to you. An investigation is
5: underway after a woman fell to her death from a drawbridge that links Palm Beach to West Palm Beach.
18: West Palm Beach police say the victim was walking her bicycle across the Royal Park Bridge when it started going up she was about 10 feet away from finishing the span. A police spokesman says a man attempted to rescue the woman as she tried to hold on to the elevated bridge but was unsuccessful and she fell 50 to 60 feet onto the mechanical parts of the bridge below. It was a bridge tender on duty and bells that go off when the bridge goes up. But part of the investigation includes whether the woman may have walked past the crossing arms after the signals were down. I'm Joel Malkin.
5: Space startup Astra says it's conducting a thorough review of what caused yesterday afternoon's last-second scrub of a rocket launch at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station
0: one zero Abort.
5: That was the second attempt by Astra to launch the rocket. No new launch date has been set. Less than a week after announcing his retirement, former Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback Tom Brady, Tom Brady that is, is dropping hints at a possible comeback on the Let's Go Serious XM podcast. Brady said he's going to take things as they come, adding, you never say never. Well, lastly, there's a guy in Wyoming named Ryan Pasborg. was late for work last Tuesday when he saw a house on fire. So he stopped to help, uh, pulled a woman and her four-year-old son out and saved their lives. It turns out he used to be a volunteer firefighter. And then later he showed up where their family is staying right now with gifts for them. Apparently he spent hundreds of dollars on clothes and other items to replace the stuff that they lost. Super Bowl 56 will take place at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. This coming Sunday, February 13, and feature of the LA Rams and Cincinnati Bengals. It will be the first time the game has been played in the Los Angeles market since January 1st, 1993. That's when the Dallas Cowboys trounced the Buffalo Bills 52 to 17 in Super Bowl 27 at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Getting the Super Bowl back in the city of Angels is also a chance for the NFL's biggest game to return to its roots. You see, the very first Super Bowl was played at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in 1967. A 35-10 win for the Green Bay Packers over the Kansas City Chiefs. It wasn't even named the Super Bowl at that time as it was originally called the AFL-NFL World Championship game. Now See, I learned something new today, too, because I was always under the assumption. I knew Green Bay won the first Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. but I always assumed it was played at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Mm. And here we find out it was actually played at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in 1967. Wow. I learned something new, too, Evan. Our news time is 847. We'll have our weather and traffic together next. (laughs)
2: is the time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic weather together. Bonnie, here's a final look outside.
5: And on this Tuesday morning, you are looking at a nice ride. We all are, because we're not seeing any accidents or tie-ups on U.S. 1. Major highways are nice and clear at the moment, north and southbound. It looks like everything is moving up to speed right now. And drive safely if you are heading out. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 64 degrees, mostly cloudy in Palm City this morning, and in Middelini, Greece, it's uh looks like it is uh 64 there also right now. Here's more on our weather at WPTV.
1: Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s with cloudy skies and a few showers brushing the coastline. This afternoon, mostly cloudy skies with a few passing showers, then increasing rain chances into the overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs in the low 70s, cloudy with scattered showers as the front moves in. Thursday, a chilly start with morning temperatures in the mid-50s. A nice cool day with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, another pleasant afternoon with highs in the low 70s, staying mostly sunny for the weekend, increasing rain chances by Sunday as another cold front sweeps in. I'm WPTV
12: First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
3: Heritage Station.
0: If you're age 65 or older and own a traditional IRA, 401K, or other retirement plan, you'll soon have to deal with your required minimum distribution or RMDs. Suddenly, a portion of your tax-deferred savings will be taxable again, and the overall impact on your portfolio could be significant if you're not armed with the right information.
17: Join Michael Burley of Peak Capital Management for a free educational workshop on RMDs, February 3rd, 2 p.m. at IRSC in Stewart, and February 8th, 6 p.m. at IRSC in Stewart.
0: You'll learn how much more you have to take out, how much tax liability they create, how they impact your Social Security, and so much more. Once again, this is a free educational workshop on required minimum distributions.
17: Reserve your seat now at 772-334-9592, 772-334-9592,
0: or visit peakcapitalmanagement.net. Don't delay. Call today to reserve your seat. If wine, food, and fashion are your passion, visit the Jensen Beach Chamber's Wine, Food, and Fashion Week at the Harbor Bay Plaza in Sewell's Point this Tuesday, February 8th to Friday, February 11th. Four days of wine tasting, modeling, travel expos, and food tastings. Most events are free. A $20 raffle ticket benefits the Entrepreneurship Foundation and gets you a chance to win 55-inch TVs, laptops, and more. For information and tickets, visit JensenBeachChamber.com. Harbor Bay Plaza, between the two bridges, In Sewell's Point.
19: Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indy River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no cost consulting and low cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender. We have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business.
11: For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, Contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com.
13: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie.
2: 8.53 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And uh, Bonnie, you know, we, we, you and I both keep some very strange hours because of what we do for a living. We, we get up early, uh, and things like that. And we, we go to bed, we try to go to bed at a decent time so we get enough sleep. But I come across some, something that is the top five examples of just how tired we really are. Top five examples of just how tired we really are. Coming in at number five, it says, You fell asleep reading the newspaper in your front yard.
5: Oh. <laughs>
2: You're sitting uh, yeah. in your easy chair in your front yard, and yeah. you just uh, completely I could, fell asleep. You
5: know, I could easily do that. And, you know, I think I could do that any old time, you know, mm-hmm. like whether I keep these hours or not. Yeah.
2: Coming in at number four, and I can honestly say I have done this once in my lifetime. You drove halfway to work without your pants on.
5: <laughs> you have done I that I have before? done that. Yes. What?
2: I did that once before. I walked out of the house... In my boxers.
5: Yeah. Okay, I was going to ask if they, like, were the boxer shorts kind of like uh, shorts almost, where you thought you were... Wearing your shorts. I at thought least.
2: I was wearing my shorts, but I was in my boxer shorts. Yeah. And I drove halfway to work, looked down, and I'm like, "Oh crap, and I need to go home."
5: You had to turn around, and did mm-hmm. you dress up and go to work, or did you just kind of stay home and take that day off?
2: Um, after that, I stayed home and took the day off because yeah. I just was not right.
5: <laughs> no, I just was not right. You needed a pill, right? I
2: needed more than a pill. Trust <laughs> me. Uh, coming in at number three, an airline just tried to charge you twenty-five dollars. For each bag that's under your eyes. Yes, 25 bucks for each bag under your eyes.
5: You a whole lot of money. Yes. (laughs) Coming in at number
2: two, you just brushed your nose instead of your teeth. (laughs) You accidentally brushed the wrong body part. Oh, wow. And coming in at number one, you've had three cups of coffee, not brewed, just coffee, and you're still tired
5: yeah think about yeah. that one uh, that's you know actually happened to me before when you know sometimes i get so sleepy that even my best cup of java won't help me
2: won't uh, won't crank you up at all huh yeah Jeez. how about top five signs you have picked the wrong place to go for your covid 19 vaccine oh no
5: this I, is I funny i don't want to do that
2: this is funny Okay, top five signs you may have picked the wrong place to go get your vaccine. Number five, before giving the shot, the nurse will draw a bullseye on your arm. The nurse draws a (laughs) bullseye on your arm. Coming in at number four, the nurse asks which end goes in the arm. Is it this side or that side? Oh, man. Coming in at number three, the doctor prefers to remain anonymous
5: Anonymous. yes you're doctor who
2: doctor who who Who? Who are you doctor who coming in at number two a place called medical clinic and lube just (laughs) doesn't sound quite right (laughs) and the number one sign that you've picked the wrong place to go for a vaccine the nurse is holding a hammer instead of A needle. Ouch. Yeah, ouch. Not good. Not good.
5: Not good at all. No,
2: not good at all.
5: Evan, I just want to give a shout out and say hi to my uh, lady friends again. Yes, have to. New friends who I met. Well, Barbara, for one, from Indianapolis. Who I met during massage yesterday. Mm-hmm. Barbara and I had a wonderful convers- conversation. Very cool. and, You know, I almost wish she lived here. She's really a nifty lady.
2: Oh, uh, they were only visiting? And,
5: well, Beth and Kelly, uh, I perhaps they stay in town, but Barbara was from Indianapolis. Okay. And Beth and Kathy, hi to you, too. Um, all th- three ladies visited our clinic in Palm City yesterday. Mm. And they were wonderful. Wow. Yeah, You always want uh, people and clients to come. uh, just like they were. They were perfect.
2: Very, very nice. Very nice. Um, Indianapolis, I wonder if she's a Colts fan.
5: You know, I forgot to ask her. And it seems like we did talk about everything under the sun except for what's up and coming, uh, football in the Super Bowl. Mm. And and I forgot to ask her if she is a Colts fan. I watch, you know what show I watch, though, and I should have brought this up to her, too. I watch The Middle every now and then. Uh, the middle with the uh, lady that stars in it she was from she was Deborah on everybody loves raymond mm-hmm. it 's a really funny show, but the setting for that is in the Indianapolis area, and they 're always referring to oh. uh, watching the Colts play also on that show
2: ah. Oh. Very nice, said the blind man.
5: And on that I, note... You're supposed to say, I see. Oh, I said I it wrong. I said the blind man. I said
2: it wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize. See, Let me try now this you again. See, see. I see, said the blind man. There we go. Hey, that's a wrap for us, folks. Make it a great day. God bless each and every one of you, and thank you so much for listening. Remember if you have good values on the inside you don't look for validation on the outside.
5: Yeah, make sure to join us tomorrow and Dr. Tread who's coming in.
2: Mhm. Slim body laser going to tell you how you can burn that fat off with a non, I hope I say this right, non-invasive very easy to yeah. use laser.
5: Yeah. and very, he, very else, easy to he always use. has the healthiest tips, too, doesn't he?
2: He does. He definitely does. Yeah. Definitely He's a
5: healthy man.
2: He'll be coming up a little bit after 9 o'clock right here at WSTU-Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. Bye-bye for now.
23: That's all, folks.